This week on Face Off Hockey Show, hey, uh, we got trade deadline coming up here in a, in a minute, in a hot second. Talk about that. We'll talk about the, the outdoor game. We'll talk about Vetchkin and the new villain in Buffalo. And I don't mean uh, the left goalposts from 91. Scott Norwood reference. Face Off Hockey Show. We're better at hockey than football, but just barely. Right now. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the face-off hockey show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. The face-off hockey show. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P-Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark with a C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. Welcome, one. Welcome, all. We are here at Face Off Hockey Show. I'm Scotty Waz. Tomorrow um, is going to be the most unproductive day in the most unproductive week in the history of the world, as it is not only St. Patty's <sighs> Day. But also day one of March Madness. So ain't shit going to get done tomorrow. Well, there were those other games, right? I slept through them. Ah, the playing games. No one gives a crap about Maris beating, like, Eastern Shore of Maryland school. I don't, you know. But, man, this week is, feels like a Thursday today. It's like that hour really takes, like, a day away from you. True, true. I kind of want to find out how Mark is doing with the... uh... With the kids, oh, right? Yeah. How, how, how they? I mean, he was so happy that this was going to occur. So, part of me feels, um, kind of hopes in a Schadenfreude kind of way that um, his uh, his kids just didn't adhere to that and woke up even earlier. <laughs> part of me, uh, part of me, hopes part of me hopes that they actually can read clocks and they're just doing it on purpose. I would adore that. <laughs> All those crazy, wacky kids. All right. Uh, how'd you How'd you do with your week? Um, I went to Black Bears games. Uh, it was a weekend of hockey. It's your last I did. Uh, I, I did wear um, some uh, some stuff though, some hats. Oh. This weekend, and uh, apparently they were not on TV. A Saturday night, I had a green hat. Ooh, fancy. Yeah, because it was St. Patrick's Day. And then on Friday night, I wore this chopper. Jesus Christ, that's fantastic. <laughs> that is wonderful. I'm just going gonna, gonna to wait for Scott or for uh, Lyle to bring up a trade. I'm going to be like, oh, I got a trade hat. <laughs> uh, but I wore it right out in the middle of the ice during the first intermission. And everybody was kind of like, what the hell is going on and that was why I, I texted you and i was like did you see it and he's and you're like they just showed me the scoreboard i'm like ah plan was foiled yeah whoever was on cameras just literally for first and second intermission did the scoreboard which is something they never do oh well um so i give it an early shout out to uh the guy in the maryland jersey uh that i talked to a little bit on saturday night sorry i did not catch your name um i was kind of all over the place apparently on uh, Saturday and even parts of Sunday, because uh, looking back at some of the pictures I posted on Sunday, they're absolute shit. Um, but uh, 
but yeah shout out thanks for listening to the show thanks for uh coming out to black bears games and starting to understand hockey and uh and the and the maryland jersey uh looks great um so yeah outside of that uh i tried to find the usa for loco so that i could uh drink that on a uh, ryan ellis weekend now that uh the black bears are out for a couple weeks Mm -hmm. but maybe there'll be a uh watch party or something at some point who knows but yeah i think the black bears are gone for like a month <laughs> or something yeah, they're, like that they're not back until i get into town um and then i probably can't even go to those games uh but yeah that was a lot of the i finished my taxes i don't know if i said that no nice taxes are done i even got my refund back already damn um and yeah other than that mostly work Mostly work and uh, Mother Nature trying to kill me again. Yeah, like you're a yearly tell- occurrence. You're telling me all this stuff about it snowed Saturday, but it's 70 today. I'm just like, you know, maybe I don't want to go back to Maryland. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm in the uh, period of time where I just have a rolling headache for the better part of two to three months. So it should be uh, fine. I mean, what's wrong? Right. Uh, I've been. Uh... I had hockey this weekend, too. We went to the final home games of the season for University of North Dakota. As um, their playoffs happened, they won uh, the best two out of three first two games. Two to one the score, um, but all the scoring in the second period. It was you could you could have dropped me in on Saturday uh, and showed me the same game. I'm like, this is the same game. It kind of happened and it did. So, you know, that's was, good. It was interesting. The women's Frozen Four looks like uh, it's set up nicely at Pagula. Saw uh, pictures of that. Oh, nice. Pagula, Pagula, Pagula. I honestly don't even know who's in the women's Final Four. I'm a bad hockey fan. What can I tell you? Well, uh, it does kind of like sneak up on you. And for some reason, it's like so much earlier than the men's tournament is. It really is. It's like, yeah, because the men's tournament hasn't even started yet. Yeah. And the women are about to end. It's like, Jesus, what are we doing here? Um, but yeah, I don't think Lace, Lacey Eden played at all this year, so well, I think she took the year off or something. I'm not entirely sure, but you know, it is what it is. Um, selection show happened, quarterfinals. Can I get a frozen? Can I get a frozen? There's the bracket. Thank you, NCAA.com. Appreciate you. Ohio State and Yale, Northeastern and Duluth. They're on fire. They are. Don't, you know, let the mother mother burn. Anywho. Yeah, that's uh, that's all good and well and all that fun junk. Yeah, and then I had bought some more cards. I have a slight addiction. You do, kind of. I mean, you just rolled over your OYO addiction into cards now. Well, yeah, because one one is now back at it, whereas the OYOs, you can barely find them anymore. What defunct? All right, exactly. So I got got some Opachis. Um, one of the cards here is this little patch of the King Clancy Award. Sean Ooh. D. O'Connor's favorite. Favorite trophy. So it's a nice little fabric patch laminated on there. It's pretty sick. Then got a, a Philip Meyer out of uh, one number 100 out of 100. <laughs> Ooh, his... you got the last one. Yeah, a retro card. There's the Philippe. 
Philippe Miller. And then, of course, I got the, you know, you get the super rare cards. And uh, for me, I always get the best super rare cards, like a 7 out of 50 checklist. Oh, with the neon green border. Uh, neon green border. That's definitely the variant. The... Yeah. Seven out wow. Of... Yeah. A seven out of 50 checklist. Yeah. And some blue. I can't wait until somebody needs that to complete their set. And right. it sells have, for like $1,000. I have all the Panthers, but I need that green neon variant. And there's only 50 of them made. And they got cool little variants of the, uh, like the rookie sensation, like rebuilds. They went like a retro. Oh, nice. And a regular thing. Card number is still the same, but you would think that one's thin. And then OPG going super old school with like the little tall boys. All right. Yeah. And yeah, some pretty cool stuff. Not too. And then their big coup de gras, like the, uh, you got the card. Oh, the playing cards. Whereas like the MVPs had the mascot, like Yu Gi or Pokemon Yu Gi Oh cards. Yeah. 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 Playing cards are nice. That works out pretty well with the uh, beard picture as well. For sure. All right. So that was that. That was my week. It was a great time. Everyone had fun. And now it's warming up and shit's melting and it's like everything's a pond here. And then North Dakota becomes a land of a thousand lakes. Ten thousand lakes. Lando lakes. We become fucking, uh, we become goddamn butter. That's what happens. Yeah, because you're on a roll. hey Oh fuck! All right, let's get to some uh, let's get to some injuries, why don't we? All right. Oh yeah. Who's down and out with some blues? Maybe some black and bruised. It's the Face Off Hockey Show injury reports. I did that thing where I cleaned my room and now I can't find shit. That happens. Eight when that happens does remind me that I have to clean the uh, guest room. There you go. Perfect. Sweet. All right. A lot of injuries. Holy crap. Uh, Gabriel Landeskog had knee surgery um, because he, uh, you know, he needs to help alleviate that cap. Um, He's out indefinitely as the uh, Colorado Avalanche uh, probably going to gear up for the playoffs with a big acquisition. Uh Uh, Now, thanks to this. Uh, Anton Hudobin, he had hip surgery. He is out for at least six months. You got to figure with his advanced age and the fact that the Dallas Stars and many other teams already have like backups and ready to go. You got to figure his uh, playing career in North America could be over. But, could be. Uh, could be over. See how it goes. Jacob Chikrin, he's got a lower body injury. He's out two to four weeks, which is not ideal. No. For, but for... I heard that it's not as bad as it could have been. Yeah, exactly. So I mean they can still deal him, but they're not gonna you know not gonna have his services for a month afterwards, which eh, who knows? Some teams might want that. Robbie Fabry, uh possible ACL injury. Um we will see how that goes with him. Uh, but he is out for the season according to Jeff Blaschel. Um Miko Heiskinen of the Dallas Stars has mono. The kissing disease. Interesting. He is out indefinitely. Is that mean uh, COVID stopped existing now? Yeah, no, it's now mono. We're all going to get infected with mono. We're all just going to make out with each other. COVID doesn't exist anymore. Now mono's on the board. Now mono's my friend. I mean, Mumps was on the board, what, three years ago or whatnot, so. 
you know, Mono is one of those ones that kind of just hangs hangs out there, and then you just have like a couple hits here and there, and you're like, oh, they're Bono's back. <laughs> How about that? What the fuck? Did you say Bono is back? Yep. They put out a, they put out their album on i uh, on the iPod, and that's all you hear about them. <laughs> the iPhone, and then that's it. Did you have that iPhone? Where they? Uh, where they? they uh, I had the I got the album for free. Oh, okay. The yeah. one that they put out on iTunes for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty certain I have that. Mm. You know what I can't find actually is my 80 gigabyte hard drive. Mm, that's. I mean, uh, iPad. I don't remember where I put that. I think it might be in one of my camera bags, so I might have to start looking for those. Yeah, it's a, It's definitely not in the case that's right here next to the uh, <laughs> soundboard. Right. It's definitely not in the place it should be. So, um, what the hell else happened? Um, Jack Campbell, he's got some rib injuries. He's out at least two weeks. As oh, no. Kind of free fall a little bit. Has been great. They've turned to rookies to, to to help them out through this little bit. Robin Lehner, lower body injury. He is on the injured reserve, which is not something the Golden Knights want because they are boy, are they slumping? They are slumping out this way. They might not make the playoffs, and that would be hilarious for Jack Eichel, who we'll talk about here in a minute. Uh, and then Connor Murphy, scary sight for him, hit by Parker Kelly of the Ottawa Senators from behind, face just up against the glass, had to be uh, carted off. And, uh, yeah, he is doing fine. He's apparently around the room, but he is in concussion protocol, so he's out indefinitely. But he has been he has rejoined his team and all that, so that is very good to see. Nothing supplementary discipline for Kelly, I don't think. I didn't see anything on the uh, midja site, but we did have one suspension. Uh-huh. Uh, Austin Matthews. Yeah. Two games for cross-checking going oops upside the head of Rasmus Dahlin. Yeah, that was a dumb play. It was a stupid play. I mean, Rodalian was hounding him all the, the the whole game, and then just Matthews loses his fucking cool. And there you go. Um, so there's that. It was pretty fucking blatant. And uh, yeah, we'll see how that all goes uh, for him. Nothing, nothing else suspension wise. It looks like. So I mean, did you, did you watch any of the outdoor game? Any of the? I did. I was yeah. flipping back and forth between that and the Phoenix race. Nice. Um, but yeah. I watched some of it. I watched uh, Mrazic give up that crap goal that basically lost the game because um, the Maple Leafs did nothing after that. Uh, I saw the the Heritage Classic bring out the Canadian women's national team. That was a good touch. Uh, I saw the Toronto Maple Leafs terrible hockey jerseys that they wore. Boy, they were bad. Oh, I mean, they were worse in person than yeah. they were in pictures. Like, that's how bad they were. Well, you can in pictures you can make the lighting look just right, but in real life there's no one. Fucking awful. Sabres jerseys were great though. I like those. Yeah, Jen was Jen was saying she's not a fan of the cream color jerseys. Oh, see, I, I like the kind of off white color jersey. I have uh, I have no I have no opinion either way. They're fine for what they're worth. I enjoy I enjoyed the look of the uh, the Minnesota All Star game back in '04, so I can I can appreciate these jerseys. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, what else do we got here? Uh, yeah, I didn't watch. You know, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't watch much of it. I saw some of the things. I was watching most of the Phoenix race because I didn't care about the Leafs and Sabers to be yeah. honest with you. So, you know, I saw some highlights. Top Skate told me about it before the game. So. Nice, perfect. Yeah, that's why. 
They're like, oh, shit, it's on. Uh, Nick Foligno got the $5,000 fine max allowable um, for kneeing Jacob Voracek, and that looked nasty. Like, that almost looked like an ACL tear with what Foligno did. Um, but max allowable, baby. Here we go. Players go to the Players Emergency Assistance Fund, or the uh, PF. The PF. Um, all right, Johnny, you know we had a Patreon? We do. We do have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Facebook Hockey Show. That's where you can get extra stuff. Um, you know, you, can, you give you give a dollar, you get the video show. You give five dollars, you get the video show, and you get to pick a segment, and then maybe if we decide to not be so lazy, we put some old stuff up there or new stuff up there. New stuff that's not new to you. Not even new to you. It's new to everybody. I don't know. Maybe we'll start streaming shit. I have no clue what the hell we're going to do with this thing. It's out there. It's patreon.com slash Hockey Show. You can be like Pat, Jeff, Kevin, Matthew, Damon, Mark, Ethan, Trista, Chris, Rob, Onimich. They contribute. So can you. Patreon.com slash Hockey Show. All the money that goes in there goes right back into the show. And boy, Johnny, we uh, kind of alluded to it earlier. Jack Eichel on the Vegas Golden Knights. He went back to Buffalo to his old stomping grounds. And yeah. they they shit on him. He shit on them. It's uh, He's the new villain in town, in Buffalo. Um, yeah. What do you think? Did you, did you see any of the highlights? Did you see any of the comments that were made afterwards? I think I just saw the comments uh, that were made. And, I mean, I don't, uh, I don't think I fault... Uh, Jack Eichel for uh, saying what he thinks. Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, okay, sure, you know, some people might think that he could have been more professional or whatever around it, but at the yeah. end of the day, he really gives a shit anymore. I mean, he doesn't he doesn't care about the Sabres at all. Um, I mean, doesn't really seem like he cares much about Buffalo as yeah. a whole. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean it's. Uh, I'm happy that it didn't get blown out of proportion, like big time blown out of proportion. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just like Twitter blown out of proportion, which is I mean normal at this point. Twitter. <laughs> um, so like I I'm glad that it kind of just like ran its course and was like, all right, done, move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it's like we said, I think it was last week. I mean, he he looks good. He looks like he's playing well. Uh, you know, he looks like he's skating well, uh, doing well as a person. So those are all things that are uh, good for Jack Eichel. Um, I would kind of love to see the Golden Knights not make the playoffs. I would think that was funny uh, to me. At least. I think everyone would love to see that. Um, Consider you would be the first time in franchise history they didn't make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And the total and utter uproar last year or two years ago when they lost uh, because of a penalty or game stopping. I don't remember what it was. I think that was like the Pavelski incident with the Sharks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I don't I, I mean, Jack Eichel can say whatever the hell he wants. It's it is what it is. I mean, it, they both dicked each other around for two years. So, yeah, one of those deals where uh, good old Jack Eichel didn't have much good to say when he was oh, kind of because we were 
talking about this before his neck injury popped up. It's just like he just seemed super unhappy there. Like he just seemed like he just wasn't the right fit there. Like I don't know if it was the city itself or the 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 management surrounding things, but well, he, he thought like, he was supposed to be a bigger star. Right, exactly. And he wasn't. He was you know, is he a good player? Absolutely. Is he uh is he a superstar? Leave that up to debate. I'm not entirely yeah. sure. Who's to say? I'm I'm not, I you know. Do you think he's a star? Like, what, how do you? Where do you think he fits in? Where do you think he slots in in the NHL right now? Oof. Uh. Top twenty. I could see that. I mean, he's probably between ten and twenty for me. Like, yeah. If, no, if so. not fifteen and twenty, like, uh, I mean, he's okay. He was a great hockey player on a shitty team, but then you put him on Vegas and. Uh, what I've seen so far out of him in Vegas, he's just an extra piece. Yeah. Um, he's on their power play. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, like, uh, he doesn't seem to be... A, he, he's he's not Connor McDavid or or Leon Dreisaitl. No. Um, if we're talking about McDavid even being drafted one when Eichel was drafted second, like, I mean, they're not even remotely close to the same player. No, God, no. And I don't think you can blame that on Buffalo. No, I think that's just the way it is. I'm completely with it. I mean, I I, th- I think I'm in the right boat. I think maybe even top 25. 20 to 25 when you think about it. Could be. Uh-oh. I mean, he has also not played hockey for a year and a half. That's true. And you look at the, I mean, we always play advocate. You know, his draft was seven years ago. Oh, God. We are old. This is the the Flow Rider draft. Yeah, um, that was the 360 draft. Yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, so like Connor McDavid was one. Jack Eichel, like these are North American skaters scouted. Um, Noah Hannafin, Dylan Strome, Lawson Krause, Mitch Marner, um, Zach Wierenski, Ivan Prokhorov, Miko Rantanen, uh, Joel Erickson Eck. Uh, Oliver uh, Shillington, you know. Decent. I mean, I don't even think he's top five in his own draft at this point. No, because, well, hell, you look down the line, Matt Barzell, Kyle Connor, um, t- uh, Thomas Shabbat, Brock Besser, Travis Konechny. Um Sebastian Ajo was second round of that draft. <laughs> so, All right. He- you look at you look at a lot of guys who were there, and then after that, it's kind of dog shit. Like that draft, man, that draft afterwards was really dog shit. Holy crap! Oh, Krill, Krill the Thrill. He was uh, he was in this draft fifth round. Yeah, but uh, he also he he took almost six years to get here. Exactly, he took he took a long time to get here. Troy Terry, he also took a long time to develop. He's doing uh, superb things out in Anaheim. So one one Chinese player picked in that draft course and dong song who uh drafted 172nd overall how about that to the uh to the new york islanders of course he played at the lawrenceville school in new jersey but still he was there um and currently nowhere knows no one knows where he's at committed to play to cornell have not seen him not have have not had anything updated about him oh jeez. So there you go. But yeah, I mean, it's 
kind of fun to see uh, good old uh, good old uh, Jack Eichel play the villain and talk shit, saying that's the loudest the building's been in seven years. Um, you know, it's good. It's all in good fun. We'll see what happens next year when he comes back to Buffalo and how it all goes. Uh, I don't know if people can be burning their Jack Eichel jerseys now. Again? <laughs> wow, dude. He's been at Cornell for... He was a, he was rostered for three years uh, leading up to this season. No games, any of them. Wow. Zero zeros first three years. Oh, jeez. That's not good. Not gravy, baby. He's a defense. No. So. I mean, I guess he was a seventh-round pick or whatever. So. Yeah. We shouldn't expect much. Uh, I think even I think Cornell even came here. Yeah, I think Cornell came here, and I did, I don't remember seeing his name even on the roster. So <laughs> mm, maybe that's just me. The big red. The big red. Yeah. The big red. Good uh, good call on that one. Um, it's like Mark's house. Yeah, exactly. Big red. A lot of reds. Well, medium red. Let's put it that way. Mid red. Who knows? He might end up being the tallest one of the family. <sighs> Fuck. He's already the tallest out of your your family, right? The you four. Mark is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. John, look at him go. Uh, yeah, I don't see. Uh, I don't see his nick. Uh, goes by Misha song, and did not see him here at all. How about that? Uh, in any case, there we go. Jack Eichel, the villain. Dun, da, da, da. Uh, hey, Alex Ovechkin got to 676. That was pretty or, cool. Nope, 767. Yep. Those numbers, Scott. Third all-time. Hell of a shot, too, for that goal. Just all upper body. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, uh... Well, they had the mic uh, version of... Uh, they had Ovi mic'd up and put that out on Twitter today. And, uh, before... Before the goal, he was telling uh, Faravari that he was going to pass in the puck for the one-timer. And that might have been like code for, I'm just going to rip this over the goalie's shoulder. Yeah. But who knows? Uh, it got to him, and he took one touch and back of the net. Well, it ju- it just looked like the, the fucking draw got lost in a bad way. Like, it just got hung up and wasn't one as cleanly as he thought it was going to be. And then next thing you know, he's like, well, got to improvise on the fly. Wrist shot. Upper body, Elabu. He's dancing around. Yammer Yager says, Hey, I might come back. Don't worry about it. Wink that was funny. Pink. Yeah, I like him. That was good. I like that that uh that stuff. It's good times there. Um, but yeah, so he is he's, uh, he's only um like thirty five away from uh Hal now. Yeah, he is. He's almost there. The count the the count the eight oh one is on now. What's that? Thirty-four to tie, thirty-five to win. And Gordy Howe's not coming back. No, we know he's that. Not. Ovi's the top scoring European ever in the NHL, which is amazing to hear. Like, like when you think about it, it's kind of amazing. It is kind of amazing. It's uh, it's um, it's pretty uh interesting too. How quickly he's going through 700 right now. Yeah. Because 700 was like three years ago, maybe. And 
there were like shortened seasons in that entire mix and all that jazz and yeah it's almost at 770 yep so i mean it's kind of wild he is only uh eight points away from 14 1400 overall uh which is pretty good that'll slot him at uh 21st nice at that point you know what was cool about the uh heritage classic is that wayne gretzky was in the uh booth because mm-hmm. uh, he was there, Brentford uh, or Brentford was is pretty close to uh, Hamilton. Yeah, and uh, uh, I mean, as TNT is one to do, there was uh, there were lulls of time where there were uh, no play by play going on, and it was just like story time with Gretz, um, and that that was pretty cool uh, from my perspective. I think it's interesting to uh, hear stories like that from players like that of um you know his youth and stuff like he told a story that apparently he is uh he is uh kicked out or or he had been banned for life from uh from like junior hockey or something like that um at the age of like 13 (laughs) and had to play like with like 18 and 19 year olds instead of like his own age group or something like that because he was scoring so much. That's wild. That is wild. But it was interesting. That was a really cool part of the Heritage Classic. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people had that same that same uh, thought as you. It was like that didn't take away from the game at all. If anything, we could do it all day. Yeah. Yeah, I was fine with it. So that's... plus, it got him out of the shit show. That's the TNT. Uh, booth yeah fuck the studio studio. team my god boy is that not great it's gotten worse yeah no i we watched we watched post game of it and boy is that just not great not great at all like rick talk it's fucking terrible (laughs) i'm sorry i don't know how you feel about him but i can't fucking stand him i wouldn't bet on it just uh got it uh (laughs) He's just the worst, man. I fucking I don't know. I still like Anson Carter though. Yeah, Anson's fine. Liam, I can give or take. Liam's a host. Exactly. He's just kind of there. He's he's supposed to be the one keeping everyone on topic, right? Wonder how well he does that. I don't know. Um. Yeah. So it is what it is. The studio. The studio show is just kind of. What can you do with the studio show, though? I guess is the question. Yeah, what can you do? I mean, it's not like a podcast. No, exactly. Where you can just, you know, make fart jokes and go from there. Right. right. Uh, 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 Barry Trotz, 900th win this past week. Wow. Third coach to all time to do so. So he's got, uh, he's got. Uh, good on Barry. Good on Barry. And Barry, of course, uh, had to be the guy whose team Ovi scored against the win to to get that uh, third overall too. Obviously, after Bruce Boudreau was hoping it wasn't him, <laughs> so gets passed over for that in that uh, that uh, wild Vancouver game. Man, both both the game the ending games of uh, that Caps Western swing was wild. Oshi scoring with point seven seconds remaining. Couldn't Could, tell you. Uh, yep, no, you didn't. <laughs> Just kind of there. 
Those games are just kind of there for you. The West Coast bye week. Yeah, exactly. A little later than usual. Um, oh, man. I have a coaching one. I think we mentioned this last year. Last year. Last week. Uh, yeah. Quinville. Uh, Scotty Bowman. Is up there. Number one. Oh, Jesus. Just give me the fuck. I don't care how many NHL coaches there have been. Wow. Okay, that's a fun stat. Anyway, uh, Scotty Bowman, 1244. Uh, Joel Quinville, 969. And Barry Trotz, 901. The only three coaches who have had 900 wins overall. Oh, it was last week. We were talking about uh, Cam Ruff and him getting a past, uh, get him getting sixth all time in coaching wins. Because we were, we were kind of flabbergasted that Paul Maurice was at, at six, that he passed him to it. But if I told you, Johnny, all time in the National Hockey League, there how many coach, how many coaches do you think there's been all time? Now this is of course from records uh, starting from 1918. How many coaches do you think there has been in the National Hockey League? So different people. Yes, different people. Because we all know that coaches get recycled from teams. Very to much teams. so. So we're talking what? A hundred and four years. hundred and four years. hundred and four years of hockey. All right. Of of the NHL. hundred and four. Wait, is that math? Is that math right up? Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Right? That's right. All right. A picture of Katie from like a, two decades ago uh, says it's right. So that's good. That's, yeah. Um, I am going to go with, uh, man, um, let's go with, uh, 5,782. Is that your serious answer? I, I guess so. I'm figuring it's probably a lot more than that, but. NHL coaches from 1918 to now. 387. Wait, what? 387 coaches. Total? Total. So I was trying to take into account that there were 30 teams and 28 teams for a while and 20 teams for a while and then six teams for a really long time, but those were probably only six coaches. Yeah. Um, damn. Well, I was way off. Yeah. 387. Like I saw that I saw that fucking number and I thought it was a lie. Wow. Yeah, I had should have consulted the picture of Katie to figure out if my math was right. Right. Well, you have you had a ton of coaches that had over, like, you have Scotty Bowman who coached for thirty years, Dick Irvin who coached for twenty seven, um, Joel Quinville's coached for twenty five, Paul Maurice is coached for twenty four, like, and they get recycled constantly. Yeah, that's true. I probably shouldn't have gone into the thousands. That's actually more absurd when you look at it that way. That how many guys get recycled and it's fucking this. It's kind of weird. Well, like if you figured out how many seasons were played in 104 years, just by the teams throughout each year, et cetera, et cetera. And then divided that by 387. Yeah. I mean, you're looking at coaches like averaging mm-hmm. I don't know like 10 to 12 year careers yeah something like that mm-hmm. uh, 
God, that's nuts. Yeah. That's almost like I saw that number. I'm like, that can't be right. Well, I do guess. I guess that does make more sense, though, when you think about it, because like it's only become a recent thing where coaches need to like produce or they get kicked out, you know, like and then they ultimately just find a job somewhere else, really, at right. the end of the day. So, uh, yeah, I guess they're they're kind of like the Pope, you know, like they got to die to leave their seat. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, God, that'd be wonderful. You just have a smoke for a new coach coming in. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a fucking that's a wild. It's a wild goddamn number. Yeah, that was that was a terrible guess on my part. It's OK, man. We're not going to hold it against you. I might also be hopped up on allergy drugs. Yeah, that sounds right. Sounds right. I mean, it's, it's going from snow to this shit. I mean, what are you doing? Uh uh, conference tournaments are going on in the NCAA men's side. Women are at their frozen four. Um, there's no conference tournament at North Dakota this year. No, they didn't do the entire. They finally were able to travel, so they are uh, going back to uh, St. Paul, which they usually have uh, there. Gotcha. Face off, and this year, like last year, it was bracket, so one through eight, one and done. This year, they did the. Uh, first weekend is like a series, best two out of three, and now it's one and done for the final four uh, down there. So North Dakota will take on Western Michigan, and Duluth will take on uh, Denver. So got that going for him. What else? What do we got? Let's, let's see some brackets. The uh, um, Michigan won the Big Ten, or playing the Big Ten. They will take on Minnesota this uh, Saturday night. Uh, the final four in the Hockey East, Northeastern Connecticut, Massachusetts, and UMass Lowell. They'll play their semifinal Friday with the final on Saturday. ECHC, final four there is uh, Quinnipiac, Colgate, and Clarkson, Harvard. Uh, their, their semifinal, the 18th and 9th, and the final on the 19th. NCHC, like I said, Denver, Minnesota, Duluth, North Dakota, Western Michigan. In that, uh, Bemidji State takes on Minnesota State Mankato for the CCHA. Atlantic Hockey has got their final four as uh, America International will take on Mercyhurst in the first semifinal, and TBD will take on Air Force in the second. Ooh, TBD. Yeah. That's what I'm probably going to pick in the present four. Right? That's that's probably the best way to go about it. Uh, tournament this year for the NCAA, the Worcester Regional will be in Worcester, Mass., the Loveland Regional will be in Loveland, Colorado. The Allentown Regional will be in Allentown, Pennsylvania. And the Albany Regional will be in Albany, New York. So, Allentown, Pennsylvania. Yeah, and the PPL Center. That starts on April 7th and wraps up on the 9th. So, ESPN2 for the semis and uh, ESPN for the final. You're scoring at home, Reeve. If you're on the final four, Frozen Four in Baston, so you know freaking Butchercross is going to be insufferable, more so, <laughs> more so than usual. Uh, Mark coming on? I'd like to ask Mark this coach's question. I don't know. He didn't uh, talk. He has to talk to people. Not he yet. might be asleep already. Could be. He, that hour. That hour time change. That or he's making his bracket ready to go. Maybe he didn't change his clock. He thinks he's still on uh, standard time. Could be. I uh, I mistakenly put in two brackets 
Okay. Uh, so, uh, so what are the brackets? I just uh, checked the little, um, the little uh, wrench thing that's at the top of mm-hmm. there, and I, I chose historical random. <laughs> nice. That one's gonna do way better than my actual bracket. <laughs> yeah, my bracket. I'm just like, I don't know. I was gonna do the goof bracket. I'm just like, nah, I don't fucking care anymore. Like, I'm actually not good enough to win either way. Right. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not. I'm not bad enough to be last, and I'm not good enough to be first. You can be. You can be a dipshit and just pick all 16 seeds. Yeah, but, but even then, you only lose. You only lose how many games. Like you're well, bound you have, to win some games. Well, if you have all sixteen in the fi- all sixteen teams in the final four, you know what I mean. True. One of those deals where it's just like, oh man. I mean, even if you picked all the lower seeds in every game, I bet you that I could still not finish last. Interesting. I would love to try that. I will almost pay you the te- pay your ten buck entry. Pay piece. the ten bucks and put in one that is just all lower seeds. Exactly. And go from there. What do you think uh, about that, Mark? Do you think if I picked all lower seeds that I could fi- still finish last? I think Wilcox did that one year, <clears throat> and he finished last by like he almost set a new record for uh, low scoring. So, uh, I mean, you could try it. I just want the trophy. Okay, you can take it from my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize that somebody had already tried that, but it would make sense that it was Wilcox. <laughs> uh, Mark, how many coaches do you think has been in the 104-year history of the National Hockey League? Oh, wow. Like total coaches throughout? Total coaches throughout. This is based on hockey reference. Okay. Total coaches throughout the entire, from 1918 to today. 1918. I'm going to go with 1,127. Is that your final answer? Yes. 387. Wow. We talk about recycled coaches. Boy, that's... Oh. That's all right. I went with 5,000. So, okay. So we're, we're talking about human beings, not oh. not number of times that's coaches have changed. Yeah, no, no, no. Human beings. Gotcha. Oh. Sorry. Well, then I'm going to change my answer to 387. Hey, you got it right, buddy! <laughs> oh, man! <laughs> did it good job uh, so i'm writing i'm doing freelancing for this place and um i was just told to take out take out something because it wouldn't be nice to put up there i'm like does it have to do possibly with the organization that owns the website that you'd be posting this freelance to you know it might be but it's a but it's a it's a a league hmm. one of the scores was not too kind to a team uh, so, um, yeah, they're just like, oh, yeah, it's like, yeah, hey, maybe not put that score. Okay, so well, at least it wasn't something we said this time. Yeah, no, it's something I can actually edit out and not feel bad about. And we're good. Uh, Mark, we're talking. We talked earlier about uh, Jack Eichel as a villain. Um, your thoughts? Did you see any of that? Uh, the him going back to Buffalo and then talking. What did he do? I didn't see any of it. What did oh, he yeah, do? no. So he went back to Buffalo as part of the Vegas Golden Knights, as that's who he plays for now. <laughs> um, so he said that that uh, said it's amazing. It's the it's the loudest the building's been in seven years. 
Um, <laughs> from the booze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. So he's like, I didn't know. I, I that's all I had to do in order to to get him going. So yeah, that was an interesting interesting comment. Do you like do you like guys who come back and play the role of villain like that? Um, it's so you see this a lot in English soccer. A lot of the the you know when there's respect when a player leaves to go play on another team and if they just so happen to come back and score a goal, then either they react by like not reacting, they'll score a goal and they won't celebrate or do anything and it's supposed to be a sign of respect. Or they celebrate wildly and uh, and kind of throw it in the, in, in the team in the fans' face. You know, I'm going to go I, ahead and guess that Jack Eichel was the second one of those. Well, he didn't score, but still. He would have though. He would have. He what he would have done. He would have done the Tiger Williams slash Ty Domi ride the stick and then jerking the stick off as he was driving down, <laughs> as he skeeted all over the Sabers logo. Um. So yeah, nah. I, I I like the idea that he's he's a villain in there for uh, the fucking. He the, needs better better facial hair though. He he needs a better look, like in general. We need him to be. To be to be a pure villain, you need to go like, more Philip Forsberg. We need to take his face off. That's what we got to do. Get him a new face, one that doesn't, one that isn't like a wretched, resting bitch face. <laughs> one that's not as punchable. Exactly. What one that's not saying, "Listen, I I can get this cheaper at Amazon." When you go into the store. Yeah. You all right down there, Mike? I'm how's good. This, how's the how, sleeping going? Well, how how did the hour go? How'd the extra hour treat you? Not great, Bob. <laughs> I thought that it was supposed to be like the best thing ever. I thought that it would wind up being good because then the kids would like sleep in a little bit later, you know, okay. just time wise, not the amount of time actually in bed. It just it would just feel like they woke up later. But Harper actually wound up waking up at three forty five. After the so time right, change. So right after the time change. After the time change, which means she actually woke up at 2.45 and, oh, and refused to go back to sleep. So there was that. Thanks. Uh, I actually had hoped that. We were talking about that earlier to figure out, you know, had the hour, if the hour helped. <laughs> oh, man. Jesus. Those kids. We were just we were just hoping they were they were plotting against each other uh, with each other that. uh yeah, it, uh, we know what time is. We're going to hide this from our parents as much as possible and play dumb. Yeah, I was right. actually joking around that they can, both of them can read clocks. They're just using it to their advantage currently. Mm. Gotta love it. Gotta love those kids. Uh, but Mark, we're also tomorrow the most unproductive day in the world. Uh, St. Patty's Day and the opening of March Madness. I think it only comes once every seven years. So I think uh, I did. I did. So there, there have been moments. There have been times where uh, <clears throat> we've been out on the Friday. We used to go out on the Friday of the NCAA tournament all the time. And uh, there have been times when that aligned with St. Patrick's Day, and that oh, was yeah. fun. That's always great. I do remember those days. But the but Thursday. Th- is less fun, in my opinion. Why is that? Just because there's too many upsets? Well, normally I can't... You know, you can't take... Thir- I gotta work a full day Thursday most of the time. 
Nah. See, when you were younger, though, you just took Thursday and Friday off just for, because. Yeah. Like, nah, or you just did like a half day Thursday, so you left it like noon, and you only missed a part of that two uh, twelve fifteen game. Yeah. You know how much I have not paid one second of attention to college basketball either. So, hoping I'm hoping I don't. I, I have don't, not watched a single uh, college basketball minute this year. I always have Gonzaga going out in the Sweet Sixteen, though. Just because. Yeah, you can bet you can bet your sweet bippy on that. Every year. Every Don't year. Know why. I want to blame. I want to. I want to say it's Adam Morrison's fault. To be quite honest. With Still. You. Still, after all these years, he ruined that for me. He ruined. I've had, Ale- I've had Adam Morrison Bobcats jersey upstairs. It's wonderful. Well, yeah, you were him for Halloween, weren't you? I was one time. <laughs> one time for Halloween. Uh, yeah, for some reason, I got the uh, media with the extra two inch length oh sure yeah yeah so it fits real well i think i got it on ebay for like 18 dollars. perfect did it oh man it's good it's good times my money went through right mark for daylight savings time i believe so yeah yeah good, thank good. you for paying for that i appreciated that you know, that's usually what happens what you're supposed to do you yeah had to, you had to I pay for it. harper to be awake yeah yeah I paid for it. I definitely paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I have I have Mem- I actually have uh, Gonzaga going out after the Sweet 16 or uh, yeah, after the Sweet 16. They make it to the lead eight this year. Oh, that's good. And then lose to Tech, Texas Tech. I, I have like, no idea what my bracket is, and it's actually more fun that way because then you can just watch games and enjoy the games for being games. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I picked that. That's awesome. Yeah, you look. You look. You look on your board on Friday. Like, hey, look at me there. I did How so about... well. Oh, man. Yeah, I find it so much easier to not actually root for my bracket after I put my bracket in. It's kind of like fantasy hockey, where you just set your roster and forget about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then some. And then someone like, you know, emails you, and uh, and like, hey, I can make your team better. Why don't you care? Be like me. I had a uh, I had a message this morning about the uh, IR plus spot. Oh yeah, yeah. What about yeah. it? Well, we were talking about uh, Chicker last week. No, right. And that he was out quickly. Yeah. But apparently he is still at out status and not put on IR. Mm. And I was like, I'm pretty certain that's why Scotty gave us the IR plus. Pretty sure, yeah. For that stuff. For that type of thing, day to days, outs, COVIDs, doesn't exist anymore though. Now yeah. we're up to mono. Exactly. Now it's mono. <laughs> uh, what other, what other disease can we come up with for uh, to come back and make a big comeback? We had mumps. We had mono. What else can we get? I, mean, I don't want it to be deadly. Rubella was rubella deadly. Shingles. Shingles. That's pre- very prevalent. <laughs> Apparently, if you had uh, if you had chicken pox as a kid, you're much more prone to shingles. Uh, I thought you couldn't get shingles if you had chicken pox. No, quite the opposite. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, almost everybody. Like, who do you know that never had chicken pox? Like, from our age group. That's a good question. I don't know if it's as prevalent anymore. Couldn't tell you. Don't have kids. Um, You still want them to get chicken pox at some point so that they 
you know, because adult chicken pox are much how to suffer. Exactly. Um, adult chicken pox are much worse, um, and stuff like that. And then, yeah, yeah. I, you remember? I, I I never was part of the party where they had like fucking uh, fucking parties for chicken pox. Um, so <laughs> that's so awful. Yeah, it's like, hey, Scott's got chicken pox. How about we have a whole party about it? God. Everyone gets infected. That was a big <laughs> deal. Wow, did you, did you hear? Did you ever have those parties where you, you some kid had chicken pox and then all the neighbor kids had to come over and hang out? So they got. Oh yeah. Ah, see. Oh yeah. Not we a... also had, we also had measles ones too. Measles parties. Oh, measles. Wow. And mumps parties too. Oh well, guess so what? We could all get the trifecta of of childhood maladies out of the way all in one shot, and supposedly that was supposed to make us better. And it didn't do any of us any lick of damage apart from psychological maladjustment no. and lowered vision. Oh no! And now they're a bluegrass band. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. The bump, ling, ling, bump burns ling, ling. it, son. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, by the way. Um, now that Lyle is here, I uh, I watched the uh, McLaughlin uh, SNL skit, and uh, I do have to give Scotty props. He was dead on last week. It was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Just went over my head. I hadn't seen it or hadn't <laughs> seen it for a while, but it, it was good. It was good. Uh, also, Lyle, I I would I, I'm going to say this. I did not know that we had stolen the Andy Rooney off from MST3K. Oh, I told you that. I don't remember. Lyle. Oh, yeah. I told you that years ago. Oh, Barely yeah. Anything you say. Um, yeah. But yes, the uh, <laughs> yes, the Andy Rooney off. We, that that was a stolen bit from Mystery Science Theater 3000, which which is fantastic, by the way. They they did a great job with it. I was watching it on a Pluto TV. And I'm just like, wait a minute. <laughs> Deja vu. Did you? Did you yeah, like, wait, they stole our bit. Yeah. <laughs> they stole our bit 15 years before we did. Those <laughs> shitheads. Goddamn them. <laughs> Jeez. Well, they were on a spaceship. They were probably in the future. That's yes, true. they were. That's they true. Were. Go with yeah. that. Go Even with though the humor was all topical humor from the 90s at the time, which is weird. But to be fair, was... most our show is, too. <laughs> to be fair. In, in our defense, it is kind of, you're kind of, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Mm, yeah. Yeah. It is. Ooh, 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 ooh. Um, we could have a trade in the works. Dun, trade. Dun. Ben Ben Sherratt sounds like Ben Sherratt to Florida, according to Elliot Friedman. I got a trade hat, Lyle. Do you have a trade hat? Yeah, trade hat? Hey, that's perfect. I like it. I funny like hat. it. Funny hat. <laughs> yeah, it's funny hat. I just gotta put holes in it. It'd be the cheese cowboy hat. <laughs> pachoo, pachoo. <laughs> funny hat. Uh, it's not my name. Uh, well, because he well, I mean, because you get the perfect hat for the flat cap. So yeah, it's good. Good to have a trade hat, which works because they call it the silly season. So silly hat works perfectly. Silly hat. Silly hat. Hey, so so Ben Sherratt was uh, was sitting out the last couple of games because Montreal didn't lose their prize trade pig. Um, so was this the reason why they moved Frankie for Toronto? Was that like this is the big move? Maybe. Uh, I don't know though. I mean, uh, the just I, cap wise, I don't know if that works out for them or not. Let me just take a look here. Panthers cap friendly, cap friendly. My source and yeah, and it should be your source for all things. Uh, deadline cap space. They have five point four five mil. So moving over for Trano. Okay, that freed up the extra room because I believe for Trano. I think it was what a mill something. Just hang on. 
Yeah, his was oh a little more two point five mil. Oh okay. So uh, okay, yes. By the sounds of that, then then doing that would uh, free up some room to bring in uh, Sherrod. Um, I also wonder though if uh, if maybe uh, Bill Zito, the general manager of your Florida Panthers, if he might also have another move in the works beyond that, because Sherrod wasn't isn't that expensive, three point three point five mil cap hit. Uh, but if you look at the trade deadline, you know, projected cap it stuff done, he'd have like, I think about maybe 800 grand left or something like that to be paid. So anyway, um, but there's that. So, uh, yeah, it looks like the Petrano thing was to kind of clear the decks to bring in what looks like it's going to be Sherrod and who knows, maybe leave a little bit left over for another move. See how that goes. I mean, there's that you got to think oh, they're one of the Jesus. Two. We got another one too. Holy Jesus! What the fuck? Take Kali, the wheel. Kali Yarnrock, 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 Yarnrock. Kali Yarnrock from Seattle is going to Calgary pending the trade call. That's from TSN's Chris Johnston. Let's face it: when the Josh Josh Manson trade happened on Monday, Boy, that opened proverbial floodgates. So there we go. Um, sounds like multiple draft picks going mm-hmm. to Calgary. Or going from Calgary to the Seattle Kraken, which isn't surprising because the Kraken got to got to stock up that prospect pipeline big time. So, <clears throat> well, who, I guess the question is now: Who do they send down? Because they are at their we're at their roster limit. Um, mm. They're close on contract limit too. They're at forty. Yeah. This one's going to be forty-eight. Mm. Yep. So, and now it's uh, been confirmed: Chirot to Florida. Mm, there we go. There we go. Sherat so. trick. Rat Sherat. We can call Sherat. Sherat. Sherat trick. <laughs> I saw what you did there. <laughs> um. All right. Anyway. Well, I mean, you see, you see this happening now. I mean, the Flames starting to see what they need to load up, and mm-hmm. not too far from them down the way. Yeah. Well, yeah, Flames. Uh, I mean, uh, pun intended, definitely, but red hot. Baby, they've been red hot. They have been very surprising this year. Yep. I, I, I am not going to lie to you. I didn't think mm-hmm. much of them, especially with the Daryl Sutter team, but they have been tremendous. And Jacob Markstrom, boy, oh, how put him wow. in front of defensive scheme. How about that guy? Mm-hmm. My goodness. And, but, I mean, yeah, I mean, when you were talking about uh, Sutter, I mean, I was I was concerned about how, uh, you know, Johnny Johnny Goudreau, Johnny Hockey was going mm-hmm. uh, to play under him. He's, oh, he's just taken right off like yeah he loves playing for just goes to show again with some of these coaches that we think are hard asses and stuck in a certain system some, that. <laughs> some players just just love playing for some of these guys i mean it's not like goudreau's really significantly improved play in his own end though i mean he's gotten better than what he was when he was younger but offensively he's just ripping it up so yeah Working really well. And they bring in Tyler Toffoli, too, last month, which was which was another real, let's face it, that was a really good move. Mm-hmm. That was a really good move on Solid their part. depth move on that one. And they have him yep. for two more years after, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Was not a rental. And the latest scuttlebutt, little butt up your scuttle, uh, they could be trying to shop Sean Monaghan as well. He has a year left on his contract. Two years, sorry. Left on his contract. No, one year. I'm wrong. One year, 6.25 mil. He also has a 10-team no-trade clause, and he's seeing fourth-line duty right now. So they need to kind of clear cap space because they're going to want to try and resign themselves some Johnny Hockey. Yeah. What's it going to take to resign him? you got to figure he'll help. Nine mil. Nine mil? Sure. My reckoning is at least his, his ballpark around nine mil. If it, it can be, uh, it can be probably another mil north of that figure, it will not be much further beneath it. 
if you know maybe no less than 8.5 and even then i'm i'm being that that would be like the absolute best case scenario i would i would think yeah yeah i'm i'm thinking you got to be figuring it's a solid nine mil cap hit at least there you go <clears throat> we will see but that they have to load up too because down the down the uh down the way colorado loading up too. oh boy oh they yeah and to- yeah and and Listen, Sackick's not done. I mean, the move to bring in Josh Manson, that 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 was a good that was a good move. I like that one. Gives him, you know, some defensive experience, you know, more of a shutdown guy there. I really like that move. Um, you know, they they bring in a bigger guy in Nico Sturm, you know, a little more uh grit and size up front. Uh, but the the key was moving out uh Tyson Yost mm-hmm. to Minnesota. That freed up uh, 1.25 mil. So they're clearing the decks for something. They are setting the table for what is expected to be a bigger move. And and it it helps, too, that they convince Gabe Landeskog, yeah, just take knee surgery. It's fine. (laughs) It's okay. Take take until, you know, end of April, maybe. Yeah, no, no, early May. (laughs) Early May to be on the safe side. Early Uh, May to be on the safe side because the playoffs will be underway then. That's smart. Well, that's, yep. that's what I meant. Wait till the playoffs start. It's, it's yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but honest to God, I mean, yeah, you know, hey, I know people are, some people are screeching about it. Again, no, they're, they're not doing a damn thing wrong with doing that at all. Not a thing. You know, it's it's the way that it is baked into the CBA. Don't like it? Hey, tough shit, yeah. because it works for every team. You know, yeah, I mean, well, hey, Avalanche fans, you were crying last year, screaming about oh, Nikita Kucherov. They were the same as everybody else. Everybody bitching about the Lightning and Nikita Kucherov. Oh, but when it's your guy, oh, no, 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 hey, it's okay. It's in the CBA. We're allowed. We're allowed. So, yeah. <laughs> if, if, it, if, if it benefited somebody else's team last season, odds are it could benefit your team this season. So, yeah. <clears throat> So take it for what it's worth. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so yeah, Josh Manson to Colorado, Tyson Jost to Minnesota, Nico Sturm to Colorado. Um, boy, howdy. What a time. Up. Not only that, but uh, we got ourselves <coughs> extensions too. Thomas Hurdle, possibly. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's it's confirmed. Signed, sealed, delivered. It's yep. yours now. Yep. Eight, Eight years. years. So that takes him off effectively off the trade block, unless this was a sign-in trade, which would be hilarious. Oh God, wouldn't it? That would actually that would be very exciting. We haven't had one of those in ages, and to have it at the trade deadline, I don't think that's ever happened before. That'd be wonderful. Oh God, eight, eight yeah. point. Well, who's got eight point one just lying around for the next eight yeah. years? Though? Um, Ottawa. <laughs> uh, it's a fake worse than I'm death. Kidding, of course. Well, he's got a three-team <laughs> trade. A three-team trade list, so Ooh. I don't think one of the, those. Yeah, are one of the teams. yeah. How far is he going? Going <laughs> yeah. well, to his, his kitchen and possibly his bed. Yeah, well, it just goes to show too that uh, you know the sharks weren't lying when they said we're not rebuilding. It's just going to be retooling, just retooling. It's going to be retooling. Mm-hmm. Best retool, the biggest retool. Maybe they should retool in net. That could be helpful too. Ooh. Well, they were doing all right until uh, Reimer got hurt. Yeah. Yeah, and it's uh, shockingly enough, Aiden Hill, not the answer. Did not mm, see yeah. that. I know career backup. Who would have figured, right? You think you know putting a couple of career backups in as, as your tandem to start the season? What could possibly go wrong? Actually, Reimer, honest to God, Reimer was playing pretty good. He was keeping yeah. him in the playoff race. And then he got hurt, and that was the end of that. So, don't hear much about the uh, Eric Carlson nowadays. 
kind of. Uh, well, yeah, well, actually, <laughs> yeah, actually, he, he had a same old story. He was having a really good season. He had a really good first half of the season, and then he wound up having to undergo forearm surgery, mm. repair tendons in his forearm. I wonder if he got to wear a funky glove like I do. I hope so. A funky soft cast. Yeah, the glove of Thanos or Space Ghost. There you go, Space Ghost. Space Ghost. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I would not be able to pass for a scary dude like Thanos. I'm more of a Space Ghost guy. Yeah. Not, not as purple either. No, exactly. But uh, anyway, yeah, so he had the uh, the tendon surgery on the old forearm there, and he just came back uh, about a week, 10 days ago. But uh, no, he was having a pretty good season, you know, and, and before then. But that's, listen, that's been kind of the story of his career since he left Ottawa. Well, during his final year in Ottawa, let's be honest, once the injuries started happening, they've just been piling up. So, mm-hmm. oh, well. That's that's Doug Wilson's folly. He's the one who handed him uh, what 10, 11 mils. Said, "Go mm-hmm. ahead, here, have fun. Come, 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 come on, and then live the big life in Cali, in, in California." Uh, yeah, eleven and a half mil AAV, oh, and um, you know, how no, many more years is that got left? Uh, one, two, three, four, five more years. <laughs> wow. And a no full no move. Yeah. So. Wow. Wow. Oh man. See, sometimes it, it really doesn't pay to, to go after the big shiny thing. Very really true. It doesn't pay. And of course, you know, base salary being, you know, leveraged as it is. He's, mm. he's got his, he's in his 5.5 million year. He's got his 2 million year next year, then 10.5 in 23, 10.4, 10, 10 even in 24, then drops 4 million and then 1.5. That one is very weirdly structured. I mean, the, <laughs> the, uh, the salary cap was supposed to be so high at this point, though. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're right, Johnny. Well, yeah. Excellent yeah. point. Because, yeah, by this point, the salary cap was supposed to be up, God, close to 90 mil by now. Yeah. If it hadn't been for the pandemic, because because remember, guys, when when the, you know, right before the pandemic hit, we were already at 81.5 mil. And they were projecting. I, they Pardon me? And rising. Yeah, and they were projecting that it could have gone as high as 84 to 85 mil for 2020 or 21. And then, of course, the old pandemic hits. And yeah, because they were they were expected because it was rising on an average of between three and a half to five mil a season, you know. And and if it hadn't been for the pandemic, all that money that they would have gotten from the expansion plus, um, you know, all that sweet broadcasting money from from Turner and ESPN. Oh, yeah, we would have easily been over 90 mil. We would have easily had over 90 mil in salary cap easily. Yep. Yep. And instead now, yeah, that, yeah, Johnny, you're right. They're some of these teams now with those big contracts there. There's definitely some buyer's remorse there now. <laughs> I mean, well, you can't fault them. I mean, nobody saw a pandemic coming along, kicking everything off the rails. I don't know. We had one in 1820 and 1920. Yeah, and in 1918, you know, you should have figured somebody should have sat there and said, you know, 100 year rule with these pandemics. You know, I got it. It's called a pandemic. A what? Shut up. It's going to be a word <laughs> in the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. You're fucking crazy. Get out of here, crazy man. Uh, okay. <laughs> I rub our snot on everybody and cough uh, in their uh, face. Scotty, how well do you know uh, players in the NCAA, NCAA Quinnipiac? Quinnipiac. Yeah. Oh, kind of. Why? What's up? Oh, um, okay. Uh, Elliot Freeman says he's hearing Ty Smil. Ty Smil. Milanic, Ty Smilanic, oh. taking 74th overall in 2020 as part of the return for Sherrod. Mm. Uh, center winger at NCAA Quinnipiac. 
Quinnipiac or Quinnipiac? Quinnipiac. Yeah, okay, he spelled it right. Okay. Yeah, no, it's yeah. a weird... You, 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 have to, you have to wonder uh, sometimes with mm-hmm. that. Well, here's the interesting thing somebody pointed out, too. They were saying, like, the asking price for Chirot was supposed to be uh, a first-round pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and somebody pointed out when they announced that this trade was going to happen that Florida does not have a first-round pick this year. That's so, obviously, uh, is there going to be something else besides that going in that? <laughs> It'll be interesting to see. Because if it's only just that kid, <laughs> Canadians fans are going to be like, what? Wait. Yeah, he's... Uh... Finishing his sophomore season at uh, 21 points this year. Yep. Uh, they're still in it. They're final four in the CHA, uh, ECAC. Sorry. What's the uh, book on that kid? Do you know? Uh, talented gold score. Gold, gold score. Gold score. Uh, yeah, gold. Gold. A gold score. Out of the out of the U.S. development program. So he's one of those uh, the elite players uh, mm-hmm. there. Um. Goal, natural goal scorer. He's a guy who's going to score more than he assists on. Um, yeah. he, he's got a long reach, long stick. Tremendous upside. Tremendous upside. Wingspan amazing. <laughs> um, good, good, good in the corners too. You guys are you, you guys are just rattling off cliches now. No, he's a uh, well. This, this is from the <laughs> I track. was okay. Uh, I, I I found a scouting report. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, he's on the East Coast. I'm on the West Coast. Yeah. I'm in the East Coast. <laughs> <Bank. laughs> as long you're, as it doesn't just say goalie, then we're good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're um, the Midwest. You're not true West. You're Midwest. Uh, upper Midwest. Oh yes, to be very specific. We're gonna be very specific. No, uh, corner guy. He's mm-hmm. uh out muscled, big, big, uh, big body, centerman. Um, yeah, I think that he's gonna be a very valuable asset. A space eater. Space eater. Exactly. <laughs> there, ready to go. Good, uh, good length. Yep. <laughs> Impeccable wingspan. Shot blocker for a forward. Mm. yeah yeah but not Big guy he, he seems like well here's here's the funny thing is he had 13 goals this season mm. but he's had two in his last 10 so a streaky score yeah so uh, the hat the habs are retaining 50 percent of Sherratt's uh salary cap hit so that explains how florida's going to be able to afford him there we go there you go so and what else is going and yeah, how- I'm still waiting to find out what the rest <laughs> of the return's going to be. <laughs> it's all this in the in the and what's his name? Who's the new GM? Oh, fuck, what's his name? Montreal. Oh, Ken Hughes. Ken Hughes is sitting back, just like, and that's the end of that chapter. <laughs> <laughs> Least them again, boys. Uh-huh. <sighs> Getting this kid from Qu- Colin Quinnipiac. <laughs> 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 Ah, <laughs> uh, the fun we have. I don't know what Montreal's doing. Well, what's Montreal trying to do? Rebuild, buddy. Rebuild. But they have goal scorer extraordinaire Cole Caulfield. Now. Oh my lord, Cole that kid, Cole, sir. Two goals in eight seconds last night. You know, I think that kid's going to be worth keeping. Yeah. Mm. Right. yeah. What a just. Again, it just goes to show, let the kid play. That's what Marty Sambo is doing. Play. Yeah, let, let them, them play. But, <laughs> let them oh, play. here we go. Okay, here's here's the grand return from the official yeah, Canadian de Montreal website with the blue check mark. So there we are. Uh, Sharia to the Florida Panthers in exchange for Tyler Smilanic, a first-round pick in 2023. Ooh. That will mollify the Habs fans. And a fourth rounder in 2022. So that's actually not a bad return. 
that's not a bad return for Montreal. Um, you know. Is it what it's what what they wanted though? Like they wanted the, the deal was at first it came well they wanted a first round pick. Well, they got a first round pick, not in this year's draft, but they already have. You didn't specify that. <laughs> but <they're> not <laughs> exactly. They didn't specify that. But they already have. Um, you know, what's going to be what could very well be the number one pick in this year's draft. Uh, so you can't really they can't really complain about that. They've got like 14 picks overall total in this year's draft, 12 or 14. They got a lot. Wow. Um, they, and they can, you know, and and part of that they can thank, um, you know, Mark Bergevin for. I mean, say what you will about the guy, but the, the last three seasons he spent stockpiling draft picks for the Habs. So they're going to have a lot there that they can, some of it they can use as uh, trade chips. Some of them they'll keep for themselves. So getting a first for next year, well, that's great. Now you've got two firsts in next year's draft. And if Montreal winds up, uh, you know, sucking again and wind up in the bottom third of the league, well, then they have another good chance to win the draft lottery again. The Panthers pick, that'll be probably be a high pick or a, a, I'm sorry, a low pick. Uh, in the first round could be down, you know, maybe bottom five because the Panthers, let's face it, they're a hell of a team and they're going to be one a hell of a team for a while. But it's still, hey, it's still two picks in the first round. So Montreal's going to be rebuilding um, this this time of year. That's what you're going to do if you're if you're a team like mm-hmm. the Habs down the bottom of the standings. You're going to get rid of, uh, you know, your UFAs for draft picks and prospects. And in the summer, you see if you can't uh, make a trade or a free agent signing, you can bring in somebody who can help accelerate your rebuild. Um, you know, preferably somebody who's mid twenties, you know, that sort of thing. Like so, Carlson. <laughs> so yeah, so um, yeah, that's that's what's going on there. Um, Sherat was their main trade chip, but they're I doubt they're done. Um, they, you know, they got a couple other kids there that could go. Um, Arturi Lekkonen's getting a lot of interest too. Now he's a restricted free agent. But he's also a year away from UFA eligibility, and I mentioned this on the show before. It's like if if he's only willing to sign a one-year deal to take him up to next year, next summer, and the UFA market, I think they trade him at the deadline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're no great rush to do it. They could wait to the summer, but hey, you know, put his name out there, and if you can get yourself a damn good return for him, yeah, trade him. Wait for Mark to get back so we can play uh, everyone's favorite <laughs> show: Opt In, Opt Out. Hey. Uh, uh, uh. We haven't played that in a while. Yeah. yeah. I'll ask yeah. you this, though. Okay. We found this out today. Mm-hmm. Well, just doing some dumb research. <laughs> the number of coaches, mm-hmm. person, like single person coaches. Okay. As not, opposed to multi personality well, coaches. As opposed to times they've coached. So, like, okay. if, if a person coaches in one place and gets fired and gets hired again, that doesn't count as two moves. That's one coach. Yeah. How many coaches do you think have been in the NHL since 1918? Oh, wow. There is a question. Um, this is from hockey reference doc, hockey hyphen reference dot com. So if they're wrong, yell at them. No, they're never wrong. They're they're an invaluable. <laughs> they're an invaluable resource. Yeah. I'll tell you. Um, hmm. 104 seat, 104 years, 104 years. I'm um, <laughs> 700. You're closer than the other ones. Oh, yeah. Both of us were put it in the thousands. 387. Get out of town. That's it. That's what I said. Holy crap. Bizarre. Wow. That's bizarre. It's that's, well, I know we talk about recycling coaches, but holy but, shit. Jesus. Yeah. Like, oof. That's all right. I said they were like 5,000. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Yeah. I, I, I would have figured it was going to be a, like a little closer to a thousand, but I was like, yeah, it's probably like just, uh, well, I'll say 700. Yeah. But only 386. Is that what you said? 87. 87. Yeah, that would have been hilarious that, if I said, that would have been hilarious if that was my first guess 386 and it would have been right, like oh <laughs> right on the lip <laughs> right there just right there just an easy <sighs> all right mark with a c's back with us hey i am here and it's time for everyone's favorite game show opt in opt out hey oh opt in opt out oh uh before we do real quick oh. here, um yeah um okay the uh, Jer- Yarn Croc to Calgary is complete. It's for a uh, it's for Florida's second round pick in 2022, Calgary's third in 2023, and their seventh in 2024. Seattle retains 50 percent of Yarn Croc's salary. So Yarn Croc was mm-hmm. pulling in, I think, three million change. I think, don't have it right on the top of my head. Uh, All right, that much. So yeah, so Calgary mm-hmm. loading up. That's a lot of picks. A lot of picks. A lot of yeah. stuff go forward well again though i mean as i said seattle needs to really needs to load up so you know because that 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 pipeline um their prospect pipeline it was it was funny because that was well funny just kind of weird but when i was looking on the the athletic scott wheeler who does his uh, annual uh assessment of every team's prospect thing in seattle was you know 32 yeah out of 32 and you look at it and their best players marty beignets and and after that, there's just a big drop off. So it's it's many Berniers and it's fucking Berniers. Yeah, why do we call them Berniers? Like, keeps screwing it's, that kid's name. Spells up. it weird. It's I know fucking French, but he's like from I don't know Hoboken. I can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. Crock, uh, two mil a season. So, so still. Okay. I mean, what's a billion dollars amongst friends? Exactly. Well, especially for the Flames, because yeah, they they were kind of tight against the cap. So mm-hmm. there you go. So um, at this pace, if they keep going uh, this way trade-wise, uh, going to be a quiet uh, trade deadline. Oh, thank God. Let's well, go. Here we go. <laughs> the first opt-in, opt-out. Okay, let's do this. Uh, actually, it's an over-under opt-in, opt-out. Oh. So you're all opting in because we have to play this game. Okay. Um, <laughs> but on Monday, mm-hmm. for over-under 14 and a half moves. Under. Mark says under. Mm. Johnny, oh, Wait, are we including? We're not including the ones that are no. happening now. Right? No, 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 no. Just we're talking about deadline day, day yeah. itself. Un- yes, yeah. absolutely under one hundred percent under. Johnny, you going over? Going over. Um, I'll go under. Well, I'll I'll take the over with Johnny. I think it'll be more than fourteen. Even even with even well, if all the big names are off the board by Monday, there'll still be a do whole you, bunch of little trades. So, do you think that there will be a lot of Bookkeeping trades. Are you oh, making yeah. road opt in, opt out now? <laughs> no, I'm just wondering why. So mm-hmm. I could definitely see just like a handful of blockbusters, if you want to call it that. Yeah. And then uh, like a shit ton of like, here's this two way guy that we need to get off our books. Yeah, I can I can see that. So that's why I went over. Yeah, same here. Because, yeah, it, you know, it's it's going to be a lot of small moves. You know, and yeah, there'll be if maybe if we're lucky, there'll be enough big names left on the board that maybe there might be two or three left that'll generate a bit of excitement on the day, and the rest of it, yeah, like I'm with you, Johnny. The yeah. rest of it'll just be like, yeah, this, uh, this, uh, uh, you know, 
number uh, third third pairing center who's actually our third pairing uh, actually no our third pairing defenseman who's actually the number six defenseman and he's just there by default because the normal number six defenseman got hurt otherwise he'd be our seventh defenseman uh, yeah we're moving him uh, in exchange yeah. for Remember a seventh round for... pick in 2024 yeah. yeah 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 I mean there could be a blockbuster but there's no VHS tapes yeah we're 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 out of luck there yeah but you never know I mean hey I mean Steve Eisenman surprised us last year by making uh, the, the best trade of the day, and it was a hockey trade. So instead of this, oh, yeah, here's a trade. Pardon me? As opposed to a botchy. Yeah. As opposed to, <laughs> as opposed to uh, dumping my UFA, I'm not going to sign for picks and prospects. Ho-hum, we're all bored trade. Like that was, and that was the last, that was the last big move of the day, like right before the deadline. And I just remember the collective, if, if, if Twitter could go, whoa, it would have done that day when that deal went down. Because that was pretty much the reaction was a collective, whoa. But it, so who knows? Maybe maybe Stevie Y can uh, pull it off. He's got a lot of cap space. And he's got some tradable assets. And hey, Tyler Tyler Pertuzzi supposedly uh, he's supposedly listening to offers for almost everyone except for Moritz Sider and Lucas Raymond. And I don't blame him because uh, those two kids are the future of the franchise right there. Exactly. Opt in, opt out. Let's do this. Washington Capitals get a goalie of substance at the deadline. Oh By fuck. The opt in, opt out. Oh fuck. <laughs> so they, it, something was mentioned last night during the Caps Islanders game, and, and bear in mind that this was the Caps announced team that said this, but mm-hmm. they did say that Semyon Varlamov may not stay with the team past the trade trade deadline. Mm. The Islanders, and you mean? The uh, yeah, yeah, may not stay with the Islanders past the trade deadline. I, I wouldn't be opposed to. A, a second coming for Semyon Varlamov. Okay, let's go Russian for Russian. Send them back Samsonov and I don't know a third round pick or something and call it a day. So you're you're opting in, Mark? I I, I bet they I I I would imagine they upgrade. I'll put it that way. They probably do attempt to upgrade. Are they going to mortgage the farm and go get Flurry? Probably not. Especially if Flurry doesn't want to come. We've already been down that road. But I do believe that they could potentially unload one goalie to upgrade at that position. So get rid of either the 1A or 1B, Vanacek or Samsonov, to get a more proven veteran. So Mark opts in. I'm in, I I believe. After all that, I hope you're in. Holy shit. Yeah. (laughs) I thought I was thinking about it while I was drinking last night. He had a massive swerve. (laughs) He had to make his case. Yeah, you're right. That would have been a hell of a swerve. You're like, I think you're going to do it. Blah, blah, blah. So I am opting out. In summation, fuck that. Um, <laughs> because they never do what I want them to do. So I'm out. <laughs> so I'm, that's why I'm, I'm opting out. <laughs> uh, Lyle, what do you think? I'm going to opt out. Okay. I'm going to opt out. I, I agree with uh, you guys that Flurry just doesn't seem like a possibility. Varlamov, it could happen, but I, I think... I think the Caps would want them to to re, would want the Isles to retain salary, and Lou Lamarillo does not retain salary. That's true. That that is one of his cardinal Maybe rules. Maybe water, but not salary. Yes, exactly. Um, uh, so unless uh, you know, unless the Caps can come up with 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 some other creative way to make it work, I I don't see how because anybody else who's out there in the trade market is not an upgrade. They're That's they're true. career backups. They're not going to help you. They're just not. So 
Yeah, I, I got to opt out. Jonathan Honathan. I'm out. Johnny's out? Yeah, out. <clears throat> I think the Caps feel like they have uh, goaltenders that will take them as far as they can go in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, don't the uh, don't the stars now have three like big league viable goaltenders with the new kid that they, that's just coming up? Yeah, they they did. Um, but here's the thing: Anton Hudobin, the Duck. hero of the 2020 playoffs, he underwent hip surgery on Monday. He's out for mm. six months. Well, there you go. Uh, former Capitals uh, Vezina Trophy winner and the man who backstopped you guys to the Stanley Cup, uh, famous for the save. Uh, Braden Holpe, they're not, yeah, he's, he's got a lower body injury right now. It's not believed to be serious, but they are not going to part with him because as I told you guys last week, the stars are not sellers. They are, they are battling for a playoff spot. Their owner wants to make the playoffs because as I said, some teams got hit harder by the pandemic in the pocketbook than others did. And the Dallas stars is one of them. And the Dallas Stars are not selling. So Braden Holpe isn't going anywhere. Yeah, Jake Ottinger now, he's yeah, there's no question the net belongs to him in Dallas. But they want Holpe there as insurance. So, no, he's he's not available. There we go. Yep. I, I, too, am opting out. I think at this point, none of the goalies there, um, out there are going to be a viable option and basically somewhere out there <laughs> unless you know again unless there's there's some move that you know a goalie gets moved where we go oh my god you know we never saw this happening i mean i don't know what that would be at this well point. what if what if there's another team like what if the bruins go out and get a goalie flurry <laughs> right i don't know just just for shit but they have a, a an agreement in place to send you know somebody else like another goalie somewhere else in order to, and then they're, they're upgrading by getting flurry, but they're trading. Uh, yeah. You're now, I know you're just using Boston as an example. I know. You're not saying they're actually yeah. going to do that because you know, they need a goalie as an aside, piss poor example. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, whatever you, you no, get no, what no, I'm but trying I agree to with say. You. Yeah. If it's some, it could be maybe some kind of deal like that, but I, 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 I don't know. I, I mean, you never know. As I said, some of these, sometimes these deals happen again, you know, think back to not all that long of last year's trade deadline. Again, when I ta- I referred to Eiserman with that deal with the to the Capitals, you know, sending you guys uh, Mantha and getting back Verona and the first round pick and a second round pick. And, oh, yeah, we'll t- sure, we'll take Richard Panaka off your hands and then we'll trade him away to somebody. Who did he send him to? New Jersey? I don't remember. I want to say Florida. I don't but, remember. Yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah, so... You know, maybe there's a deal like that, but I, I really, mm, I really don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm reaching here. I'm reaching. Oh no, no. I mean, it, it's fine. I mean, it's you know, it, not say it couldn't happen, but let's just we'll say the odds are very long. The Caps have looked like a different team with Mantha back in the lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, if he can stay in. healthy, he's going to be a good addition. Uh, <clears throat> opt in, opt out. Jacob Chikrin to a Canadian team. Can I go first? Please, Len. That's a big out. Oh. Okay. That is so far out, it's in outer space. Right. Well then. <laughs> Johnny? Fuck it, I'm in. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever was next was going in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know it. Yeah. I, w- I would have been very disappointed if it was a unanimous, oh, I agree with Lyle. Yeah, no. <laughs> Johnny? Okay, which uh, Canadian team, Mark? 
Ooh. It wasn't part of the bet. Or it was, oh, what are we going double okay. or nothing? If That's... we're going double or nothing, then okay, I'm going yeah, sure. Edmonton. I, I Just got, kidding. Sure, I, I got I'll, I'll turn that that nickel into a dime. Sure. But <laughs> what name the team? Uh, uh, I said Edmonton a second ago, so I'll stick with that, even though that's definitely not happening. All right. Okay. Johnny? Uh, Well, fine. After you talked about it that way, I'm just going to go out, too. I mean, Jesus. (laughs) There's only six teams. Hey. Oh, listen, I know it's easy to forget about Ottawa, but come on. (laughs) Hashtag make it seven. Let's go. Um. I am going to opt in. Mm-hmm. I am going to say the Winnipeg Jets, and I'm saying Mike, Mark Shifley goes the other way. I know he's got a modified no trade clause, but, <laughs> but you yeah. think he's got a hankering to 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 to, to warm I himself think, in the warm Arizona sun? I think he's got a hankering to get the fuck out of Winnipeg and everyone who's yelling at him. Oh boy, boy, that that that's gone ugly real fast, hasn't it? Yes. Man, God, he was he was ripping him on TV the other night. Oh, like, I know, eh? Fuck. Jesus, oi, oi, oi. Yeah, it's it's getting well. I'll put it this way: they missed the playoff. If they miss the playoffs this year, somebody in that out of that core, somebody going to get a hurt real bad. Yeah, yeah. Somebody get somebody. Somebody's out of that core is going to be on the move. Ain't going to be Wheeler. No. <laughs> ain't going to be not Kyle unless he Connor. says, "Get me the fuck out of here." No, it ain't, ain't going to be right. Fucking now. They're well, not going. to. Well, I'll put it this way: it won't be Kyle Connor. Nope. Definitely I, won't be. Can, can that would be Ehlers. No, it won't be Ehlers, and it won't be won't be Hellebuck. Josh Morrissey. There you go. Let's <laughs> gut that defense even more. <laughs> we haven't had that all year. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah. So yeah, Shifley. Shut that, that like ever since he took that run at Jake Evans in the playoffs last year, it's like, who are you? Like, you know, you were this really good guy that, you know, went out there and you know, yeah, you know, was even tempered guy and all that. And it's like, he loses his mind. It's like, he just, he hulked up and never stopped. Yeah. He's got heel. He has not. Yes. You're right. He's he, he went from, he went from Hulk Hogan to Hollywood Hogan, just like that. R.I.P. Scott Hall. I mean, we should have seen it coming though with that Jersey. He had the all black NHL Jersey to start off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You guys talk about Scott Hall at the, no, we haven't. Yeah. You want to take a minute on that? Because uh, let's let's finish this up. Let's okay, we're opting okay. opt out. Yeah, with the big Scott Hall. Uh, Mark Giordano stays. Opting opt out. Mark, I say he stays. Okay, Mark, uh, opting in on this. Johnny, uh, out. All right, Lyle. I'm opting out. I think he's going to get traded. I'm going to be with Mark. I opt in. Okay. Me and Mark lining up a little bit here. <laughs> oh, no. There we go. I think he stays because there's nobody who has any money. Uh, no one's got no more money. Uh, yeah, Big Scott Hall. Fuck. Mm. Like, all the shit he went through and then a hip surgery oh. does him in. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Goes in for, it was, it was hip surgery and, and it loosened a blood clot. And yep. Yeah. It was what, 60, 62, 63? 62, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But um, like you said, yeah, all the stuff that he went through. But at least, at least thank God that he he, he got clean. Um, thanks to Dallas Page. Good God. Yeah. Dallas Page has saved more, more wrestlers who were looking like they were going to check out 
way early because of of substance abuse and things like that than I, anybody else. Like he's done a better job than any treatment center. Holy crap! Absolutely. Yeah. So so you know at least <laughs> so at least. Um, That's what we found out. Who does that? <laughs> now we know. Who, yeah. Now we know who takes care of that chore. Um, but yeah. Uh, at least, at least, though, he was able to, his remaining years were clean and sober, and he kind of, you know, reconciled with his with his, with his family and, and friends and things like that. So, because there was a time there, Jesus, was not that long ago, seven, eight years ago, where it looked like he was going to be checking out real early. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, he was a mess, and thank God that they were, you know, he got out of that, but... WCW that he was kind of looking that way too. Yeah, he was. Well, and the thing that was one of the storylines that I hated in WCW because he obviously this is around ninety eight or ninety nine. He obviously had um, a drinking problem for sure, and they wrote it in. They wrote it in as a fucking storyline. Mm-hmm. You know, like I I remember, um, you know, <clears throat> Scott Hall coming down to the ring for a match. And uh, Eric Bischoff is with him, you know, walking down and he's and, you know, Scott's acting all drunk and he's it looks like he's got a drink in his hand. Now, I would dare say he probably was not drunk, actually drunk that night, but he's acting all drunk and staggering around. And Eric Bischoff's laughing, saying, what can you do? <laughs> I can't control him. They made it like a big joke, right? They wrote it in the storyline and okay, maybe it was with his, his approval, but I didn't think that was, you know, you shouldn't take somebody's personal suffering and make that into a fucking wrestling storyline. You know, if it's their own real life personal suffering, you, you shouldn't do that. I well, did that with Mr. With Lord Steven <clears throat> too. The man yeah. gimmick. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, Hey, in, in Scott Hall's prime though, I mean, God, he was one of the most influential wrestlers. I mean, he was a, big part of that whole nwo angle he was the first one mm-hmm. who appeared on script memorably i remember watching that okay, show sure. and like wait a minute what's going on here because this was still back in the kayfabe days right where you didn't talk about that sort of thing and he shows up and of course we all knew him as reza ramon <laughs> you know mm-hmm. yeah that you'd really think 30 years later i don't think that gimmick would fly but regardless, <laughs> a little bit yeah, I don't think that gimmick would fly now. But we all remembered him as Razor Ramon, and he shows up. And right off the bat, like Tony Schiavone's on the mic going, wait a minute, that, that's Scott Hall. And, of course, I knew him as Scott Hall from the AWA days, right? Mm-hmm. And it was just like, yeah, that is. what what's he What's going on? And just that whole thing that he did, like it was just a, a total shoot, you know? And But it was something we never saw before, and it was just – what's going on and that was what kickstarted that whole nw nwo thing and yeah like in his prime and in his prime he was a great wrestler too i mean one of my favorite matches of all time is still him and Shawn michaels the ladder match at wrestlemania like that was god was that 92 so that would have been 30 years ago 92 or 93 when that match went down and to this day that match still holds up you know so and of course, as I said, I mean, I you know, I remember watching him in AWA when he was tag team champions with with Kurt Henning and that. So uh, yeah, you know, um, he he was in his prime. He was he was definitely one of the best. Then certainly it played a big role in the Monday Night Wars, the famous Monday Night Wars in the '90s. So uh, as I said, glad that he uh, 
glad that he was able to to overcome his demons in at least the final years of his life were, were clean and sober. And he had the look, he had the attitude. He was just mm-hmm. cool. Oh yeah. Like holy <laughs> shit. Like he was good at a microphone. Oh, oh yeah. And, yeah. I, and like going back and like watching some like AWA stuff, like yeah. it's the the physique that he had. Like oh. he was just cut like hell even when he was the uh the diamond stud back in the day mm. when he first got to wcw before razor ramon just a cool looking dude and dallas page has got his little like mic on and, and doing all his other garbage before he became a wrestler <laughs> but just like the dude was cool and just oh. a, a specimen i mean <clears throat> i can't i can't even imagine how many times i've had a toothpick in my mouth yeah <laughs> yeah flicked it yeah <laughs> and I, I who knows if I ever would have done that if not for him. Yeah. Or like going going th- going between people like in a tight spot and just doing the the razor Ramon yeah. sidewalk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Or you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you get like super hyped up. You're just like, ah, yeah. All I just like oh, yeah. I just like putting people in being the razor's edge. That's true yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, I just like I'm just putting people up my shoulders and throwing yeah, them. Yeah, just the razor's <laughs> edge, and just for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> y'all. I think one of the best testaments that somebody took to how cool he was, and I saw this, I saw this the other day. They posted it up, and it showed like it was to see when he was, you know, doing the whole NWO thing, and and he gets somebody nails him in the head with a with a cup of like pop. Right. You know, just nails him in the head with it. Right. Anybody else, they would have just lost it, you know, and he just goes. Yeah, just flicks it back like too cool for school. You ain't bothering me. He could make that somebody wrote he was so he he could make getting hit in the head with a beverage look cool. And it was like, (laughs) yeah, he did. He just. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, that's. Yeah, rest in peace, Scott Hall. Hey, that AWA tag team's been reunited. Exactly. Yep. With Vern still calling the shots up there, it's kind of uh, a little going to be a little awkward. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's cool. yeah he's still giving it to <laughs> to, to to Crusher and uh, oh, who's the other one? <laughs> uh, Chief J was he up there? Oh no 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 who's who who's the big fat guy all dressed in black at the beard? Oh, Crusher Blackwell. Yeah. He's gonna give the Crusher Blackwell and somebody I was like, else. I think you're gonna have to narrow it down. Yeah, yeah, so, I had to think. Yeah, the Crusher fat Black. guy wore the black stuff. Yeah, bad guy wore black tights. Fat. Black shots. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know that guy. That guy. Oh uh, my. Else, before we got we got the deadline. let's let's do this i've been cutting in you know every five oh. minutes with trade stuff so you know it's but. fine man we're just trying to wonder what's up with that if there's anything we really need to look out for do we need to worry about who's who's uh cap space is going to be used first buffalo or arizona's <laughs> really the thing we all want to know arizona when is arizona not going to be a wasteland Lyle? Oh. is going to be a time <sighs> i'm like the to- magic eight ball on that ask again later okay I, I honestly think that them going to this 5,000 seat arena could be the best thing for them because it could be hilarious. If they don't sell it out, it will be. That'd be wonderful. Oh, oh by the way, uh, just to confirm, yeah, Montreal now has 13 picks in the 2022 draft. Jesus. Good thing they're doing it from home. Two, for, two in the first round, one in the second. 
They have three in the third, four, or three in the fourth round, one in the fifth, one in the sixth, and two in the seventh round. And I have a feeling they're not done. There you go. They're already fucking scalping tickets for 150 like they did. I can't wait until they trade all of this for Ricky Williams. That's going to be great. And then here comes... Here comes fucking uh, Ditka with the dreadlocks on. It's like, what the hell's going on here? All right. That was a drop. People might not even remember. Wow. <laughs> That's Old a reference. very 80s draw drop there. Ditka? Oof. Well, Ditka, Ditka coached until like the 2000s. That's the fuck part about that. Yeah, that which which goes to show when uh, that everybody remembers the te- the period of time when he was at uh, at his greatest was with the Bears. Bears. Stop Bears. All right, uh, pick them segment. We do a pick them segment. I tally the last two weeks. Oh, yeah. And uh, We're close, by the way. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Frozen yeah. fours. Yeah. April ninth. April ninth. Yeah. So get ready for that. Uh, last week we did the Nall, and Lyle won with the Titans eleven on that. Ooh, I had six. Go. Johnny had four. Mark had two for the year. <laughs> Lyle's in first. I'm in second. Mark is up 19 on Johnny for the third spot. Let's go. So we will see how that goes. I didn't even have a team fold this year. Right? (laughs) Yeah, what the hell, man? What's going on? You're losing your touch, brother. (laughs) We're going going back to our separate ways. So go back Major Junior Hockey League. hey Where we're heading. Founded in 1969. Nice. There are 18 teams. With the Gatineau Olympique having the most titles in the Kumja. In the Kumja. 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 A lot of retired numbers. Kind of, I don't know. Kind of a who's who, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Sidney Crosby's 87 was retired to all teams at the same time. So there you go. That fun mm-hmm. fact. Hey, Mark, you get the first pick. Oh. <sighs> Uh, man, it's really hard. We, we, this has probably been the league that we've done the most often. If I had, if we went back all like 15 years that we've done this or whatever, I'd imagine that we've done this one the most. And I feel like it's hard to come up with a new gimmick every time. <laughs> so I'm going to pick the team that I had no clue existed and maybe they've been here for a while and maybe they haven't. I could probably scroll down and figure it out. But I'm going with the Ruin Noranda Huskies. Ruin. Ruin Noranda. They play in the I Am Gold arena. The Ruin Noranda, yes. I Am Gold. <laughs> I think I made that joke last time I picked them. Did yes, you? probably. Yeah. Go back in my notes. See, this is what I the, the Ky, it's better than the Kyrie Irving Regional Center. <laughs> <laughs> he can't get into his own building. Nope. <laughs> sure can't. <clears throat> Not in Quebec. No, Johnny. Um, uh, I'm gonna go. I just saw this actually for the first time. Um, so maybe the arena name changed. I'm not exactly sure, but I feel like this uh, arena is how. Like a, a southern person would say Quebec, and that is the Satra Air Crebec. Ah. And the Val d'Ur de Fleurs. Val d'Ur de Fleur. The Crebec. <clears throat> That's, yeah, that is definitely a uh, Glen Burnie saying. Gonna go down to that Satra Air Crebec. <laughs> Watch that team play. <laughs> uh,. It was, it was, all right. So, fun fact about the uh, center Valador or the center air Quebec. 
uh, built in 49, uh, was renamed from corporate sponsor Air Krebeck. Uh, <laughs> that also sounds totally made I up. I know. In, Air, in November 2005, the arena is known for its diagonal scoreboard. A diagonal scoreboard. <laughs> Are you sure it's just they just didn't mount it level <laughs> it like and they were a, like, is it like a rhombus? Totally meant off? to do that. <laughs> <laughs> they have a rhombus as a scoreboard. The clock or sideways. We said we meant to do that. It's acrylic. We got it from Russia. Chocolate <laughs> blue diagonal. <laughs> Let me see this. I gotta find this son of a. Is bit. there a picture of the yeah, diagonal? Oh, diagonal score, and that was installed in fucking 2008, so they had levels. <laughs> they couldn't fucking see. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up, isn't it, boys? Well, what they they probably put it up on the wall like most people. Then they went, ah, shit, the floor's not <laughs> level. Damn it! Uh, I'll have to look for that in a second. While we're probably doing haha, fuck you, and we're bringing up here at the end. I will, uh, I will, uh, I will pick. Ooh, what's a good one here? What's a good one? I'm gonna take the uh, Ricky Gervais Car Center and the Shawinigan Cataract. Ah, <laughs> uh, Ricky Gervais. <clears throat> and Lyle, of course, wrestling with you. my wrestling theme and sticking with my team with my boys from Charlottetown, going with the Islanders. Mm. Islanders, baby! Perfect. Yeah, That's a ha fuck you. <laughs> We're gonna go back. Back to the bubble. Right, to the bubble. Oh wow. <laughs> oh god, no. <laughs> god, no, dude. That was such a horrible god. thing. <laughs> um Oh, please tell me this is a bigger picture. Hold on. Please tell me. Oh, Thank God. This is fucking. This is interesting. It doesn't look as bad as I thought. Okay. But it is a bit. The 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 face plate's a bit cockeyed. Uh, if you're looking at the uh the stands here. Because hmm. hmm. it it usually would face like more towards it'd be flat. Yeah. This. Yeah. That is a bit odd. Yeah. Is that that's a is that a, a hexagonal scoreboard? Uh yeah, it is. It looks oh, excited. Yeah. Oh, I see. I see what they did there. So it almost looks like the stands. Okay. Yeah. Is it six? Yeah, I guess it is six yeah. sided. Yeah. Yeah. The sta- maybe the maybe the seating is is such that it made sense for the scoreboard and the angles to be that way. Still, it it almost looks like it should be five sided, right? Because it's flat. I don't, know, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard. hard no, it's got hard to envision points. this. Yeah, there's points, yeah. So that's it. That's an interesting uh, scoreboard. It is. It is. It is. Hell of no. a way to do that, boys. It's not actually. It's not actually. It's not awful. It's not mm-hmm. as bad as I thought. No, it's not no, crappy. it's really not. Yeah. In fact, I'm a bit disappointed. I hate it now. <laughs> <laughs> Why did it have to look so good when we wanted it's it to be so bad? I actually it wanted stinks. it to be like across this way, so no one saw it, and it's a flat screen. <laughs> so, I, wanted it, I wanted it to be a triangle. That would have been great too, and it spun, <laughs> just kept going around. You're great. like, give it a second. The scoreboard's coming back. Fuck it, make it a D twenty, yeah. twenty sided <laughs> dice, and it spins in every direction. You just have to wait for the score to come back around. 
By the way, how bad is it, like, if you're a goalie trying to count off the penalty minutes left, like the oh, seconds wow. left in the penalty? Don't have the fucking scoreboard face in your direction. <clears throat> like, holy fuck. Well, they're at, uh, do you think that they don't show the time on the other? I mean, they're video screens, right? The video board? I don't know. How, I don't know how well you'd be able to see it rather than the big. That's uh, true. Like oh. the digital scoreboard. Thoughts. Yeah. All right. All right. Hey, let's go back to 2010. Yay. Let's go. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, let's no. Back to this place. We're uh we're going to Columbus. Oh God. The attendance for this game was nine thousand one hundred twenty-eight <laughs> on October twenty-eighth, twenty ten. Uh before the trade deadline. Before the deadline. Before the trade deadline. <laughs> we're we're talking we're talking That's not even a month into the season and no. they have less than ten thousand people Jesus, there. That, that's, yeah, yeah. that's not a good sign. <laughs> no. Um, okay, what what date was it again? October twenty eighth, twenty ten. Well, there's your problem. It was so close to Halloween. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, everyone was dressed as blue suits. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. Blue suits of insurance salesmen. I, I love when you hear that excuse from, from teams. Oh, God, it wasn't very many people at the game. Oh, it was Halloween. That's why I go, get the fuck out of here with that shit. It, it was Halloween. In, in, their, in their defense, it was a Thursday night, and no one, <laughs> college, college bars in Columbus were probably filled up. I would. Mm. And, but who would want to miss the Columbus Blue Jackets take on the Edmonton Oilers? Oh wow! In 2010, the 2010, 2010 Edmonton Oilers. Oh wow! Oilers, Blue Jackets. Oh wow! Let's get it on! Uh, get it on! Holy Lyle, shit! Lyle, kick us off! All right, Edmonton oh, Oilers. So I'm going to stick with them, and I'm going to say Sam Gagne. Sammy Gagne on that board. <clears throat> Johnny. Oh. Um. Uh. <clears throat> let's see. Um, how about, God, I don't know if I know any of these players, uh, man, um, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, is that too oh, early for him? My God. A year it's a early, year I think. Early. Yeah. Year early. Mark? Alish Hemsky. Alish Hemsky on the board. Wow. Well done. Wild to you. Uh, I'm going to say their 2010 first overall pick, uh, Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall, there you go. <laughs> I totally forgot he was there. Uh, <laughs> he's been around so he's many times, just so many places. I completely forgot that he was. And like was... only in the past four years has he been like that. It's like the weirdest part. Yeah. Like you forget he, he was in Edmonton for fucking like 10 years. Yeah, and then yeah. that Larson trade happened. Yeah. And then he was with the Devils. And then since he got traded to the Devils, it's been like 12 teams in the yeah, last exactly. four years. Yeah, all over the place. Yeah. Uh, Who's he with now? Boston. That's right. Boston. Yeah. <laughs> I had to think about that for a second. Who's he with now? <laughs> um, That was Lyles, right? Um, yeah. That goes to John. Um, Ty Conklin. Sorry. Ooh, sorry. That's good. That's good. <laughs> that would have been a good pull. Yeah. yeah. Uh, back Not to... a bad pick. All right, I'll go I'll go to Columbus. Rick right. Nash. On the board. Oh, uh, I just assumed he was hurt. Right, one of those times. <laughs> uh, to Lyle. Okay, I'm going to stick with Edmonton. Um, yeah, Jordan Everly. On the board. There you go. Just that teasy. Johnny P. Um, uh, 
Pisani. Oh, that's a good one. Wait, uh, I forgot his first name. Frederick. Fernando. Fernando, yes. Fernando. Fernando Pisani. No matter which way you dice it, he's not there. Oh. Uh, Can I just say that was one of the coolest hockey names ever. Fernando Pisani. Perfect. Yeah. Mark? This is crap. Since John has not attempted, he only attempted the Edmonton goalie, not the, I feel like the Columbus goalie should have been a little bit easier in this time frame. Ooh. Which means I'm going to be wrong about yep. this. Steve Mason. Hey, he got it, everybody. Hey, oh. there it is. That was like, I think, a year or two after he was, what, the rookie of the year or something like that? Steve Mason? Yeah, right, yeah. 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 Good job. Yeah. Left catch, Steve Mason. Right catch, Steve Mason. Right catch, That's right. Back ass, backwards ass goalie, Steve Mason. Correct. They called him. You are correct, sir. Lal. Okay, going to stick with the Oilers again. Um. Oh shoot. Um. Oh, I had the name. Just, just give me a sec. Give me a sec. Um. Hang on. Hang on. Ah. Yeah. Uh. Dustin Penner. There he is on the board. Dustin yeah. Penner. Dustin Penner. Pancake boy. Pancakes. Johnny. Pancakes all around. Uh. Rico Fada. Not, sorry, good name though. <laughs> You're just naming like pl- players that sort of it's sound Italian. A lot of player names now. <laughs> Rico Vata. Just wait for my next one, then. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> uh, Mark. Manny Malhotra. Ooh. Ooh. Not there. Good guess. Good Dang. Lyle. Hmm. I'm still gonna stick with the Oilers. It's funny. I knew a lot. It's funny how I knew a lot of these Oilers. I think oh. it's because the, the expectations were so high for them then, and they just disappointed consistently. Um, yeah, because that's changed. Ah. <laughs> well, okay, they don't disappoint as badly. <laughs> now right. they make the playoffs, or come close anyway. Um, <laughs> They're within shouting distance of the playoffs, guys. Yeah. They're actually in third place in the Pacific right now. So, um, Oh, um... Uh, He's now a Montreal Canadian, uh, Jeff Petrie. Sorry. Ah, Jeff Petrie. Must have been too early. Too early. Shit. Johnny, what kind of Italian you got for us now? Yeah. Enrico Ciccone. There it is. <laughs> there it is. We haven't good. had a good Enrico Ciccone drop in a while. Good, but he's not there, sadly. Oh, <laughs> damn it. Sadly. Oh. All the hope in the world. Uh, Mark? This team's crap. <laughs> um... I'm going to be probably a year off on this, but Sergei Fedorov. Ooh, I think you are just a, a bit off. Yeah. You would have already I'm been in Washington, there. right? I think yeah. you were, right? I feel like that it was 2009 was the was yeah. the trade that brought him to That was the DC. first, cause, yeah, because they beat the Rangers in that series. Mm. And Teddy, Teddy Ruth hasn't been heard of since. Yeah, no, no one knows what happened to Teddy Ruth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lyle. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to switch over to the Blue Jackets now because I'm pretty much, I've, I've just dried up on, my oil well is tapped for now. Um, so we're talking Blue Jackets 2010. Yep. We're talking Blue Jackets. <laughs> um, I think Jacob Voracek was, was, that was his first go around with them, wasn't it? Is that your answer? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. 
Oh, yes. Because <laughs> then January. he got traded that after that season. Well, that was when the Minnesota draft. They yep. get traded. Yep. So, yep. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. This might be a, just a no for tonight. Still mm. trying to keep an eye on the Twitter. Um, Treats. Chris Prager. Sorry. Not there. He was in a- was he in Anaheim or Philly by that point? Maybe Chris Pronger, Philly. Philly. Yeah, because yeah, oh that's right, because that was the puck game during the Stanley Cup final. That yeah, that pretty- was that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna blame Halloween. That works. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> Brandon Dubinsky. <clears throat> oh, Dubinsky, not there, ski. Sorry. File? Ooh. There you saying Brandon Dubinsky shook something loose in my old brain pan. Um, R.J. Umberger. R.J. Umberger. There he is. Twenty-two yes. minutes in the ice time. Oh Thank you, God. Mark. Thank you, Mark. You're, you're welcome. I always <laughs> I seem to say something that Lyle. Stop putting me in front of Lyle. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that was. It just as soon as you said Brandon Dubinsky, R.J. Umberger just jumped into sure, my. Sure, as as it is as it should. Too. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, that's funny. Uh, John. <laughs> um. I, I just striking out left and right. Um. Uh. Oh. I don't know. I feel like Taylor Hall had somebody to play with, but I don't remember. Um. Mike Sillinger. Sorry, but you get uh, bonus points for a cylinder drop of the week. Um, hey, his son had a hat trick there earlier this week. Sure yeah. did. For yep. the Blue Jackets. The Blue yes, Jackets. For the Blue Jackets. Yeah, Cole Sillinger. <clears throat> uh, Mark? Um, Scott Hartnell. Ooh, Ooh. good pick. I think he was still in Nashville at that point. Yeah. <clears throat> no, he would have been in Philly. Oh, there you go. He would have been in Philly then. Really, baby. Hadn't gotten to Columbus yet. Perfect. Yeah. Last round, last call. Lyle <laughs> Richardson, what do you know? Um, yeah, and it shows how much it now. Um, because Mark didn't say another name that shook some right. other name loose. Shake so yeah. I'm kind of screwed. Yeah. Trusty um, the clown isn't helping. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yes, you amuse me. You're a clown. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> not at all, my friend. Um. Nikita Zhiridev. Yeah. Ooh, good pick. Yeah. Yeah. There. Ah. Good pick. Oh. Yeah. Johnny, last call. Um, Mike Commodore. Sorry, not there. Yep. Mark. I got nothing yeah. tonight. Uh-huh. We, I think we named one Edmonton defenseman, and we named zero Columbus defenseman. <laughs> yeah, I think that's true. <laughs> I think that sounds <laughs> about right. That sounds about right. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to attempt maybe a Columbus defenseman, even though sure. I can, nobody's nobody's even springing to mind. So um, Edmonton goalies, maybe. Let's go with Manny Fernandez. Sorry, not there. Okay. Okay. Uh, for the Oilers, Gilbert Brule. No. Uh, Andrew Cogliano. Cogliano. Oh, I didn't go Italian enough, apparently. You oh, you went, you went to that Italian precipice, but didn't finish it off. Oh. Uh, Eberly, Colin Frazier, Gagne, Tom Gilbert. 
Paul Hemsky, Sean Horcroft was in this team. <laughs> Lots of hitches. Lots of hitches. hitches. Uh, Ryan Jones, uh, Steve McIntyre, Magnus Pogliarvi. Mm. Magnus Pogliarvi. <laughs> yeah. Theo Peckham. Penner was mentioned. Ladislav Schmid. <laughs> Jason Strudwick. Jim Vandermeer. Ryan Whitney. And in that, <laughs> Devin Dubnik. Devin ah, Dubnik. God, that's wow. right. It seemed like he was there that long ago. My God. But... Yeah. Must have been one of his first couple years. He started with yeah. them. Yeah. That's right. Uh, for Columbus, Jared Bowl. Derek Broussard. Ah, damn it. Every oh. time I think that's who I was thinking of when I said uh, the other guy that I said. Luke Broussard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Chris, center that I said. Chris Clark, who was in that. Uh, oh, no. Awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. He should have guessed that. Yeah. Derek Dorsett, Nikita Filatov, Nick Holden, Rusty Klesla. Rusty Klesla. Shit. Uh, <laughs> D- Derek McKenzie. Mark Mathot, uh, Nash, Sammy Paulson, Chris Russell, Anton Strahlman, Feder Tutin, Anton ah. RJ Umberger was mentioned, uh, Antoine Vermette, Voracek, oh. <laughs> Kyle Wilson, who had a goal and an assist, and uh, Steve Mason in goal. Not a, that was a, that it was, wasn't that, that bad. That wasn't Chris that Russell bad. was really good at Miracle. <clears throat> he did a great Herb Brooks. Uh, by the way, Teddy Roof last played in 2013-14 uh, with the Cincinnati Cyclones. If you're scoring at home or even... <laughs> How many NHL games did he play after that trade? Zero? None. Uh, yeah, none. He did not play I don't any. think he played any. Nope. Wow. I mean, that worked out. That was a good trade for the Cats. That was that, yeah, that, that turned to be a good trade. You no, know, that was also a very good trade for me personally. <clears throat> because the season ticket holder gift... The following year was a signed jersey for whoever was on the team that you wanted to sign jersey from. You picked Teddy Ruth? And I, of course, I picked Teddy Ruth. <laughs> no, I picked Fedorov because my, my thinking was I could I can get an Ovechkin jersey signed anytime I want to, but this is probably the last time I'm ever going to be able to get a signed Fedorov jersey. That was smart. So I have a signed Fedorov jersey upstairs that's going to be on the wall here as soon as I uh, get a frame for it. I mean, it's and, obviously been 10 years, 11 years at this point. but. And uh, you're asking, what's he doing now? Well, as of January 2022, he was an investment banking associate at M&A for Greenhill & Company in Chicago. All right. Coming off being a vice president at Raymond James. Wow. An institute mm-hmm. equity sales uh, person at Barclays and an oh. institute equity sales person at uh, Piper Joffrey. So didn't he go to uh, yeah? Didn't he go to Notre Dame? He did <clears throat> using that. Uh, how, how, do you know that? <laughs> what do you how do you know that? How do I? Because I remember uh, I remember the uh, them talking about Notre Dame like all the time during mm-hmm. that Federoff trade. So maybe. what do you right, mean? Then. How do I not? How do, how do I? <laughs> how, how do you not know that? That's true. Actually, yeah, I, I came up with zero fucking names on two teams, and I figured out that Teddy Ruth went to Notre Dame from 20, 12 years ago. So, yeah, it's just weird shit that's great. Yeah, exactly. Uh good times. All right, well, have, enjoy yourself this week. I will we'll, do my best, gentlemen. We'll get you after the fact. Oh yeah, absolutely. We'll sit down and we'll we'll. Have some 
laughs and all that good scotch. stuff. And then in between, we end some scotch and we'll we'll. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, next next Wednesday evening is a scotch show. Yeah, definitely. Ooh, I'll definitely. bring down the face off hockey scotch. There you yes, go. break down some face off. I know, I know. I will have, have my my reasonable facsimile of such. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> you have. You have fifty to choose from. So, wow. So there you go. On this one, Lyle could just, have his, it's been Lyle just put together, Lyle could put together his own 64T bracket and taste <laughs> test and then and then uh, go through. <laughs> take the uh take the single bolts to the uh next round. Yes. Honestly. They make well, it buys off the Well, hop. see, that's that's the thing. I've, I've, yeah, there, there's the single malts, then there's the 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 Irish whiskeys, and then there's the the uh, the blends. Um, so you know, uh, it's a three team uh, league right now. But then when I break it down to space sides versus the north sides, then away we go. So yeah, big fun in the house. Anyway, there you go. All right, Lyle, take care. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> yeah. Talk to you next week, buddy. We'll talk to you next week, guys. See you, Lyle. There you go. Slaverson at Spectres Hockey on Twitter, SpectresHockey.net on the in, on the internet. Johnny, what do you got for shoutouts? Uh, I'll give a shout out to all the people that uh, helped me decide which uh, cabinet the pucks should go in. Um, I didn't listen to any of you. Um, there you go. Perfect. Sad. Uh, sad part about it was that I asked people. And then I went to try to put the uh, pucks that were in the cases in the uh, oak cabinet. And the uh, spacing between the um, uh, shelves must be like a tiny bit smaller than the black case. Because I couldn't get the I couldn't get any of the pucks that were in cases actually into the shelf. So I had to put them back into the black shelving unit and then. The black bear's got the oak case, so nice. Oh well, you, you, at, at least you guys answered me. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I give a shout out to uh, Harper who said, uh, "Fuck your daylight savings time." I'm sure. I mean, don't, it, encourage, it, don't encourage her in like baby talk. <laughs> she doesn't listen to the show. It's true. <laughs> Fair. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I'll give a shout out to uh, my mom who uh, works the uh, state high school wrestling tournament and then shows up at my house every night with leftover food. Hey, that's a big win for you. Helps out. Helps out for me. Had a whole week of food. Nice. (laughs) How about that? How about that? Mark? All right. Well, this was going to be a shout out. It may wind up turning into a diss, Uh-oh. but we'll see. I don't know. Oh, what happened? <laughs> so this, I was the, I don't know if I told you guys, I won the fantasy football championship Uh-oh. in my in my longest running fantasy football league with my friends from home. And as such, I told them that I would well, really, I told Matt Death that I would uh, buy us a trophy, so I went yeah. and got this. Pretty tremendous. <clears throat> I, I would shout out the company, but they—I um, I don't know if I want to anymore. Because what happened? Did it already break? So you're supposed to put these—the winner plates—you know—off the side here, right? Put the yeah. put the names of the winners off to the uh, side here. They did not do that. I put a sticker. They came as stickers. 
That's kind of not, and, and like just these little plastic adhesive like sticker things with 3M tape on them. They were kind of trash. Not very, not very great. So I, I stuck one on, tried to take it off because we are, you know, it's it, they can hold 12, 12 nameplates, and I was the twelfth winner. So when somebody wins next year, we're gonna take the first winner off, like the Stanley Cup, put a new winner on, right? Well, it peeled some of the little logos that we created off the side. Which means that it wasn't engraved ever at all. It's just, what do they call it? Embossed? Whatever it yeah. is. So yeah. I'm pretty disappointed in that. So a, a diss to, I mean, it's pretty easy to figure out who made the fucking belt. So, because there's really only one company that does that right now. I won't name them by name. They didn't give me a deal or anything. So fuck them. But. All right, cool then. That sucks. You didn't use your clout. You don't know. You, do suck. you know who I am? Yeah. So I mean, it's it's easy. It's gonna be easy to fix either with a sharpie or something else. But or you know, it's just you know the champion. The, the Stanley Cup has dents in it, right? It's true. It's, it's just, just gonna have it's to. It's not gonna be perfect. It's never gonna. It's not gonna be perfect. Somebody's kids gonna try to throw it across the room and whatever, yeah. man. Throw it is what it, it is. I'll, somebody's gonna take it to a strip club. Sure. We know that. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, maybe it just it has some character. The first day I got it. It's got a character now. Here's a. How about how about this? All right. I think Stan might know an adhesive guy. <laughs> so. So here, here's the thing. I don't want an adhesive you guy. You want an I want a trophy guy. guy. All right. All right. Yeah, I want a guy. I want a guy who can drill those little itty bitty holes into metal so I can actually screw real fucking plates into this thing. Yeah, no, we you. you he knows metal guys. Come on, I know. Stan knows everybody. everybody. So that's what I need. I need like the the very very tiniest drill bit, so that I can actually get real plaque. You know, like the little things you put on like employee yeah. of the month plaques. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what I want, and so I want to screw them in. in. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah, that's yeah. smart. You should Ooh. make that. Just make that happen. Yeah. Talk. Yeah. To, you know, he probably knows somebody. Yeah. So that's what we'll do. All right. That's what I'll wind up. Even though I paid. <laughs> A stupid amount of money for those stupid little plates. The 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 belt actually wasn't that expensive, but this no. it's highway robbery for the plate. If you're considering getting a belt for any any sort of championship, don't don't get the winter plates. It's a waste of money. Mm-hmm. Waste of money. And you All can right. take that yeah. to the house. Take to the bank. Bitch your bag, my friend. It's true. Yeah. So there's it's, it's that's really why good. like the the belt itself is great. I mean it's it's great. They did. They did a great job, except for the whole like screen printing thing instead of actually engraving it. But do not get the don't don't get the little sticker name plates. They're stupid. That's it. That's all I got. There you go. Oh, sorry. It's not all I got. Mosaic goat. Oh. Mosaic goat. Is that from for two top silos rating? brewing down the road from my house? Uh, Mosaic right. goat. It was good. I had two of those tonight. Wonderful. Super duper neato gang. <laughs> Uh, sh- shout out to uh, OPG cards. <laughs> oh God, Johnny's dying. Uh, a disc to allergies. I'll shout out that. I'll have that on Johnny's behest. Um, shout out to uh, spring cleaning. Doing a little cleaning of my, uh, meeting like M M&M, and M cleaning up my closets. So got that going for us. But uh, yeah, that's about it. Not too much going on. 
it's springtime here. It's, it was a it was a, a lovely 40 degrees. It was fantastic. Having a great time. Um, but that's it. That's all. We've done it for another week. For Johnny P. Mark with a C, I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Face Off Hockey Show on the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction, part of podcastmonsters.com. Get us anywhere. You get your podcast. You probably already have. I don't know how else you're getting it uh, through uh, Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, uh, iTunes, Apple, Google, all kinds of fun stuff. Maybe even Amazon. I have no goddamn clue if they have a podcast service. They probably do. They should pay us money. Uh, socials at FOHS Radio on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And hey, patreon.com slash faceoff hockey show. You give us money, and we are appreciative of it. So until next week, we'll talk to you at post trade deadline, post spring starting deadline. It'll be a great time for everybody involved. Until then, uh, peace.